But pretty much, you know, it's community versus police, and you know how I go when when that happened. And so niggas was like, hey, Pat, y'all want to get on this? Uh, we've been needing some shit. I've been needing some Jordans. So. Whatever reason. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy, Moose Mancino, a.k.a. The Brandemic. And we back in the building. Uh, we got C's in the building. Hey, man, it's Mr. To call me crazy, but at least you call me. Take the day the way you want. Mm. We see. We see what this week about. We're gonna get into you it. You we giving it up? Yeah. <laughs> we got Don in the building. And what's up? It's your boy Donut. Like a great man said, you know, fuck them other niggas, get lobster with a monster. Mm. That is a legendary phrase. I heard niggas out there like Kevin Costner and Twister. What's going on, man? We we, we need the uh meteorologist report. My nigga died and uh, the weather just started going crazy. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's it's hectic out here. I, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, this is, it's looking bad. What's the uh, what's the meteorologist from Chicago? Name? That one oh, um, just died. Oh, Jeremy Taff. Yeah, yeah Jeremy Taff died, and this shit went nuts. Yo, RIP to my man, dog. Yeah, for Legend. Real, for real. I don't know. Legend. You know, you know what it's like when like people on the news who you don't, you know from like watching the news as a kid, but you haven't watched the news in years. Like you find out they died, it's like you lost part of like your childhood. Yeah, I know when Tamara Hall died, my my dad <laughs> he gonna be silent for weeks. Oh man, <laughs> I was like, she's not dead, is she? Nah, man, she's far from it. Hopefully, she live a long life. But when she go, my dad my dad gonna be devastated. Mm-hmm. Well, shout out Tamara Hall, man. Uh, but man, how y'all doing, man? What's what's going on? Uh, you know, same old, same old, trying to. Stay active out here. Stay low, though. You know what I'm, what I'm, what I'm thinking? It's just like I feel like we were going, we were on an upward kind of pace. I don't, want, I wouldn't even say pace. I would say upward trend regarding like this pandemic. It seemed like places were opening. It seemed like like moods and spirits were getting better. And now it just seems to be going all the way back down again. I don't know. Is that just me? No, I'm not gonna lie. People don't care anymore. And I, I can, I, yeah, I, I had to step to a outdoor function this weekend, and yo, know, it was, it was, no, what the things that I saw were weren't promising. I don't know. I, maybe it's just out here because niggas was so loose and free in the beginning, and now it just seems like everybody is just like feeling the the effects of that, and now so everything kind of nobody really going out, nobody really doing nothing. Um, I don't know. But it just seems like, especially with sports shutting back down, it seems like a lot of stuff is on the way to shut back down. Niggas talking about the STEMI not coming, man. It's no second STEMI. Niggas got to fend for themselves. Uh, man, I, I just feel like a downward trend is happening right now. I've needed that second STEMI, too. Yeah, I was, honestly, it was already spent. That's the only reason I <laughs> Mine was already spent. Uh. I was I was about to make my name on Twitter like Stem Duncan and shit like I was about to be out here, bro. But they oh you gonna take about we, else's too, huh? Yeah, we not they not about to get no Stemmy, man. We, I feel we, like you can only you, you can only don yourself Stem Duncan if you if you're about to uh, if you if you did somebody else's taxes so you got their income coming to you <laughs> and you just hit them with like the, the Jordan Trail. Like I said, it is what it is. Hey man, I, niggas. 
that's that stimulus is gonna help niggas survive out here, B. But it is what it is. We keep moving. Um, but other than that, everything good, man. What y'all get into? Uh, how was your outdoor function, bro? Uh, it was cool. It was a little birthday gathering out at a park. I stayed away from the crowds because you you could just see it was a lot of like people gathering and parlaying. By the, by the liquor and by the DJ and I was like, y'all need to space it out. And they wasn't enough masks. Mm. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I see you man. with your Jordan drip, man. What, Come on, man. Let's talk about t- that. Tell us. Hey. T- <laughs> you know it's different when the niggas pull the legs out. Hey, man. That nigga, see, he's at the legs now. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> nah, it is, it is different, man. When you, you hit them with like a little, you show them a little, you show the full kneecap and a little bit of that thigh, it leaves something to be desired. I feel you, man. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta catch them with, you gotta catch the women trying to get you with the, like the upward looks. If you like, when you go to sit down, when it's, yeah. when the shorts start rising up, yeah. I heard somebody told me that you said, uh, "Hey, my face got to be covered, but my legs don't." Is that is that an accurate uh, statement that you said this weekend? That is accurate. <laughs> you know, you know what's right, man. I put on like an extra layer of lotion on my legs. I like can't handle ash. Got to let them shine a little bit. Yeah, I feel you. Legs. Yeah, hey, how, how many people was out there? <sighs> man, I am not gonna lie. It it had to be. Hey, Tom, do Man, that, it, it was maybe could be wrong. Thirty five ish. Ah, Lori should have pulled up. Oh, that was a part. Yo, I, it, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, it, it was. They have some jerk and jollof though, but yeah, hey, it was, it was definitely uh, more individuals than I would have expected. Should have brought the fire marshal off of y'all niggas and start hosing y'all down. Man, when I saw that picture, I was like, "Yo, is that where I was?" I got nervous for a second, but then I realized they were all white and had their shirt off, so I was like, "Oh, never mind." No, Boy, true, don't man. Nice. How, how was your shit? <laughs> No, it was a it was a nice chill weekend, man. You know, nice, yeah. You know, stayed in, watched some games. You know what I'm saying? It was nice little vibe. I got I got back on the reefer. Oh, you back on it? I I got back on. I was just like, hey, man. Oh, you had you had one of them weekends. Yeah, it was stressful. Yeah, no, no, it was it wasn't stressful. It was just like a nice little relaxing, you know, weekend. I feel like I needed. I you needed did you whatever. did you have a staycation weekend or it was just chill? Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was it, it was a staycation. Sunday I did some stuff, you know. Uh, 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 went to the Chicago Architecture Museum just okay. to check out some shit. It was it, it was a good. It was dope to see how Chicago has evolved and like where they going. You know what I'm saying, like like the buildings that they're doing, and all that stuff. So it was a nice little, it was a nice little. Vibe, they gonna have bro. to rebuild that shit after Nick's dead. This motherfucker <laughs> dead. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna have to make a new exhibit in that motherfucker. <laughs> well, you acting, you, you going to the museum? You acting totally different. Hey, I'm, that I'm nigga trying, got I'm off the pack <laughs> and became <laughs> Van Gogh and shit. Yeah, <laughs> what, what pack you had? Expand the mind, you know what I'm saying? But I learned a decent amount of stuff, man. Like uh, I didn't know that their like, like buildings could not be built past uh East Lakeshore, mm-hmm. but there's like one building that is built, and he found like a loophole in the I, I don't know in in the laws with Chicago that he could build if you use a certain type of uh structure. So it's the only building built on that side, and that's just kind of crazy to me. Oh yeah, you was out here doing some courting. 
No, no. that's mm-hmm. I, I know what kind of festivities are. No, that's that be the yeah. What's for my own intelligence? He, he brought that to the dinner. Hey man, you know what? We're, we're really, we're really astonished. You know, niggas never use astonished. Hey, you know he was, he was waiting to get to that exhibit. Hey, did you hear about the building? Did you hear the history? <laughs> he came with the pre knowledge from Wikipedia and shit. <laughs> oh no, I already knew about this. <laughs> this is what I'm doing my doc on. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was it was it was dope, man. It, it's good to see how how this shit has just evolved. It's just wild. Oh yeah, I'm about bad. Salute. <laughs> it it, it, it might have been the weed. Who knows? Sure. <laughs> they definitely gonna have to get an exhibit how they made the uh the bridge so niggas couldn't come downtown and shit. God. But hey, man, it is what it is. So they treating the loop like it's a castle. For real. <laughs> Race the moat. <laughs> so you got invaders coming? Niggas afoot. But uh the are coming. But yeah, man. Uh, oh, my, no, my weekend two player? No, no, my weekend was straight. Uh just chilled. I like legit didn't do uh, anything. I went to my friend's house to drink it for like maybe an hour or two, then came back home, chilled. Uh, was watching movies, doing some work and shit. So, uh, nothing crazy, man. Uh, this is one of my ch- more chill weekends. So, um, but we got a lot to talk about this this week, man. I'm glad everybody doing good. I'm glad everybody had a good weekend. But it was a lot happening this week and last week. So, um, let's get into it. Uh, what we want to start with, man? Um, it's a lot going on. I don't know. I don't even know where to start. Oh, we I mean, we were just talking about Chicago, so we can kind of hit one subject there. I don't know if we want to spend too much on it, but um, we want to send condolences to the family of FBG Duck. He was shot dead in Chicago um, last week. Um, I don't. I don't I, I think we spoke on this before but I don't like spending too much time on street shit I don't like addressing street shit I'm not in the street so I don't deal with none of that shit and I don't want to even get involved with that shit but this is something dealing with Chicago so I thought maybe we we'd take a minute to um just address the situation going on in Chicago right now um y'all want to speak to it or about what's going on Yeah, uh, you mean today or his situation his situation and like just the for I guess I, I'll introduce what's going on. So FBG Duck is a rapper from Chicago. Um, I, I mean, I'm not real deep into gang affiliations and stuff like that, so I can't tell you exactly what he raps and stuff like that. But he's had an ongoing feud with King Von, Lil, Lil Dirk, pretty much everybody on that side. Um, it's been casualties on both sides. Uh, FBG Duck's brother has been shot and killed. His cousin has been shot and killed. It's been multiple fatalities on both sides. Um, if you listen to the music, they talk about it in every in a lot of songs. Um, and recently, FBG Duck came out with a song called Dead Bitches, which kind of addressed all of the murder and all of the, you know... All of the casualties that's happened on I, I Lil Durk and King Von. I think addressed it is um, not even the correct way to say it. Mocked was more it. so disrespecting. Yeah, he mocked he mocked the deaths of a lot of people on King Von and Lil Durk's side. So, I mean, that's why I'm going to leave it um, for the conversation to start. I don't know if y'all had anything to say regarding the murder or regarding this whole situation. 
Yeah, I mean, I think um, I, not even necessarily being from Chicago. Just if you if you hear the song, I don't I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but you if you hear it, you would assume that there was going to be some type of retaliation. That was and, what my question was going to be to y'all. It was just like, did y'all see this coming? I would be wrong if I would be lying if I said I didn't. I think I a hundred percent felt like this was going to come back in some way, shape or form. I just didn't know how, because there's been, yeah, there's been beef on both sides and they've gone back and forth, you know, um, in songs and in the streets, but the extent to which he went in the songs, I'm not saying it was justified for what occurred, but you could foresee that this was not going to be allowed to go without any type of pushback or repercussions. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really unfortunate and I wish it didn't have to end that like that, but it's something that I was fearful was going to occur because I just don't see how you can be on that other side and let this individual think it's acceptable to, I guess from their perspective, be that disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Donna, you got anything? Uh, prayers to everybody that's involved. Um, yeah, that's that's all I'm willing to speak on, bro. I'm gonna say this: it's messed up because you know this. It won't stop here. No, and I think that's the bigger thing. Yeah, it's you know the situation occurred. Yeah, there was some already some tension before, and this was a reflect. This was a result of, I would assume the song. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm just guessing. This could be a result of the song that was put out, which means there's going to be retaliation for this, which means there's going to continue to be retaliation for that, and it's just basically going to prolong this cycle and system of you know, young black men killing each other in the city. Yeah. I, and I it's, it, it's like, who wants to be, it's going to take a lot to ask one of them to be the bigger person to put this behind them and just say like, leave it alone. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. And so I'm going to uh, address a few things, but I'm going to agree, ex- really agree with what you just said. I think that it's going to be it's going to have to be like the Vietnam War, where it was a lot of casualties on both sides. Nobody really won the Vietnam War, but they pretty much just decided, like, this isn't worth it anymore and have to, you know, they went their separate ways. So that's exactly what it's going to have to be. I mean, you look at the the way we we talk about it like the way they talk about it specifically in, in the songs and stuff like that. It was like, we just scored on y'all and shit like that. So it's like a game uh, to certain individuals. And it's like, how guilty do we feel? Because I weeks before, I, I think it was a day before, I think I was playing the song on live with y'all and then talking about, man, this, I, li- I really like this song, although I shouldn't like it. And yeah. I felt, I felt a certain type of way when the next day this man got murdered off of something that I was just sitting at home in my comfy chair or wherever I was enjoying it. Like, damn, this song really go hard. But it's just like, can't like, how can we separate like the enjoyment of the music from like what they're speaking of? Because I think the, the, 
the enjoyment of, of the music is because we know it's like real in a way. Yeah, I, th- I think it was it, it was definitely one of those songs where you almost felt bad enjoying it. Yeah. He's talking about somebody Harlem shaking because they're getting shot in a party. Like, it's a lot of disrespectful stuff going on in that song. And that's why I started off just by saying, like, I don't I'm not in the streets. I don't I don't live by no street code. I don't even like speaking on that type of shit. But I feel like it's something we have to address because we losing a lot of young, talented people from Chicago because of people refusing to just let bygones be bygones. And that's that's something that'll never never occur it's different if somebody like robs you but it's just it just creates a cycle of retaliation to not make it appear like you're weak but to also get revenge yeah i also want to address the police in this situation i don't know if y'all watched the video of when he was shot and murdered um but it seemed like the police just didn't care the police was like, hey, well, they, they causing trouble. So let's just let, like he legit sit and lay there while the police just stood over him, not administering no medical attention mm-hmm. and just pretty much just let this man die in the street. So we just got to do better as a city, man, from the police to the, the people in it. Like, I, I know it's hard to to let that go. To let somebody killing your your brother, your cousin, your you look at a video from FBJ Duck, his interview, he's talking about his brother, his cousin got killed in the same day. He had multiple people that's being killed around him and having to say, Oh, I'm not gonna do nothing back. Um, in certain like in certain neighborhoods and stuff like that, it make you look weak to yeah. certain people. And then it's also he's a father too, so it's like now you got four kids growing up without a dad. It shouldn't be like, but I just, I still, it, it still does, and we can wrap after this, but mm. it just doesn't make sense how this hasn't been solved yet. You can't do that in the Gold Coast and get away. Yeah. It makes no sense. If you've been over in that area, it's, it's, traffic is tight. It's stop and go. What are you going to do? Run again on the train? Like, it, it doesn't make sense. There's cameras everywhere because it's high end store. My my thing, and I don't want to be no conspiracy theory ass person, but I, I think the the cops don't care when something like this happens. When they they feel like it's somebody that's raising trouble in the city and bringing attention to a part of the city that they don't like, and they don't want people to find out about the city, they don't they don't look to solve that type of shit. Like they're just like, well, another nigga gone that you know that was raising trouble. The only reason I will say no is just because that community, they want to keep it unsmudged and I feel like this doing it to a point where it's like no we take care of all the crimes here it's safe if something happens we clean up the street do that type of stuff would be somewhat important for their image so I don't know I, I don't know yeah so well once again um prayers to you know we gotta really put these guns down no matter what side you on prayers to the families of the deceased um and man, um, I'm hoping that things get better. Um, does this affect your uh, your love or your appreciation for that type of music? Would you say? <sighs> Do you feel like you have to be conscious about what you listen and what you what you hype up? Uh, that's that's tough. It's part of me wants to say no. 
because I feel like we all want in whatever genre you want your musicians to perform what they live. You just want to, you want them to speak their realities and speak their truths and tell their stories. In this instance, I don't I don't know. It's a little conflicting because it's not like you're not it's, I, I, in some sense. It's like I'm not condoning what they're doing. I'm not telling you to go out and do it. But if they see like this is what's working, they're more than likely going to keep pushing what is working. Yeah. And that's why I asked the question. And because after this happened, you got videos from other rappers that are going to address this happening. And they're dropping the song then because they know the reaction that they're going to get from the song. So it's like, when do we stop feeding into it as consumers to to kind of try to prevent this, you know, going on? I think as consumers, we have the ability to say, yeah, we like that song and we enjoyed it, but we didn't tell you to run out and do this we just want you to wrap your life we didn't tell you, you couldn't change or evolve we didn't tell you to keep you know putting yourself in these situations and going through these acts so we have we we somewhat and this is very loose but we have the ability to, to play that card yeah and I, I i understand that but um when you hear these songs they are the main antagonizers of what's going on I mean, obviously, the murder is probably the the number one. What like why they are at odds, but the songs mocking them and the songs mocking the dead don't help either. Yeah. So that's why I said maybe it's on us as consumers and as listeners to be like, all right, enough is enough. Don't play these on the radio because uh, obviously I'm gonna feel a type of way if I'm a you know I'm I'm on this other side and I got WGCI or whoever playing a song that's about one of my cousins or one of my well you know so my my question would be if they're going if they're going back and forth which in this instance there has been some back and forth. Mm-hmm. Can somebody just take it too far? And could this be an instance of that happening? I mean, because they have been going back and forth for a while, but nothing has been to this magnitude. And I could be wrong, but it seemed like they had been, I don't want to say playing fair, but they had been in the same arena in regards to how they were being disrespectful toward each other. I don't know. It's just like I, once you once you speak on somebody that's dead or somebody that you know that type of uh, like murder type of situation or getting shot type of situation. I think that that's just in a like that's low, and you can't go too far up from there. No matter if it's a you putting ten people in the song or one person in the song. So I I mean it's been happening since the Keith days, and I mean we we notice little sub, uh, subtleties about it, but. Um, I don't know, man. It's 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 difficult and it's hard to talk about because you don't want to play one side or the other. Because, like I said, we're not in the we're not in the streets. We don't even want to deal with that type of shit. But I feel like if some if we don't start talking about it, then nobody like nobody is like we don't care about what old people think because they don't know these people and they don't understand the lifestyle and the culture. We do to a certain extent. Like we we have cousins or we have people that live that life that we actually understand. So we have to say something, I feel like. Um, but I mean, I don't 
it's so deeply ingrained in Chicago and different cities across the world and across the United States that it's I don't know where to go from here. But I know rapping about people being murdered and stuff like that. That's not the way. And we got to get to a point where we have to shun that in a way. Even though we might enjoy the music, it has to be a point where we just like, all right, bro, that's not it, bro. We killing each other and bragging about it. That's not it. Yeah. So, uh, kind of keeping on the music topic, uh, the highly controversial, <laughs> the highly anticipated song WAP dropped this week with Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B. Um... It's been a lot of different opinions and it sparked off a whole debate. Um, let's first get into the song. They dropped the video on the song on last Friday. Uh, WAP stands for wet ass pussy. If for the people that don't know, first of all, let's get y'all when you put a mop into a bucket. That flashing noise. <laughs> WAP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So well, let's let's get y'all opinions on the song before we hop into the 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 talk around the song. What y'all think about the song? Uh, I, I thought the song was okay. I, I feel like um, the more I watch the video, because I have watched that video a couple times, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the song is beginning to grow on me. When, when I first heard, it, I was just like, you know, this is this is cool. This is cool. Um, the video it, it started off a little slow for me, but oh, it turned up. It, it, it turned oh up. Oh, my Lord. Now, I McCarty was, got on that uh, <laughs> little fit with the joints out. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. I, I was like, okay. I, I see what's happening. I said, <laughs> okay. Y'all, y'all did that. But um, I think it's solid. I'm real interested to see how it does. I I, I think clearly it's going to go number one. But I'm really interested on the longevity of it. Because I, I don't think it's that good. But, you know, who knows? It, it, it might just be a... Uh, I feel like it's just a moment type song to me and not really like a, a, a song that's going to, you know, carry throughout the rest of the uh, summer or into, you know, fall. But yeah, okay. that's what I think. Cease. Yeah. I ain't going to hold you. I thought this song was a mid. Mm, okay. um, I think without the video, it doesn't hit like that. Mm-hmm. So pairing those two together at the same time definitely gave it some traction. For me, this song is this song is like the female equivalent of Grease, pop star. I thought you meant Grease like the movie Grease. I was like, what? (laughs) This is the equivalent of Grease, pop star, and I will even sprinkle in Life is Good. Wow. Okay. Just because this is too big. It's a manufacturer hit. This is two big names that people love, who people want to see win coming together for a song that in my opinion isn't that great I, I and it could be because we're not outside so I can't really see its effects but I've said this before I don't know if Meg needs to keep putting out music if we're not going outside because it just doesn't hit the same and I would argue that this one just it's good it's going to be good for the captions I don't know how long it lives for without being able to hear it in elements. Okay. I mean, I know it's not for me, but I just I thought as a whole, it wasn't, it wasn't great. Okay. Um, I, 
at first, like I felt like this kind of the same. Like, yeah, I mean, like I know it's not for me. Whenever I hear Meg or Cardi song, I picture myself in the club, like at the address or some shit on a Sunday, and it playing and gauging my reaction because mm-hmm. I know it's not for me just sitting at home listening to it. Like I know that's not that's not for me. Um, and I feel like it would hit in that instance. And so that's when I kind of changed my opinion on it. Um, one thing that changed it as well is when the video dropped, um, it was coupled with the, the, uh, clean version of it was wet and gushy. The clean version does not slap as hard as the explicit version does. And I think for that type of song and that type of energy, you have to have the explicit version. Um, but the video was dope. Shout out Colin Tilly, um, dope director, video director. I thought that I thought for for the past few months we've been needing a moment, and I think WAP was a moment if, yeah. because it's like the music industry is so slow. I think WAP was a moment when it was coupled with the video because we've been needing some creativity. We've been needing some type of dope visual, something to like revive the music industry. I think that is what it is. It's kind of like we're now we're on the brink of let's get back to business. Uh, but like, it's, it's not extraordinary or anything to me yet. I, I don't know. Maybe it'll grow on me, but um, who knows? Uh, but it's a lot of conversation surrounding the video. Um, first Kylie, uh, she had a whole bunch of women in the video. Uh, she had Suki. She was in a video. Kylie was in a video. Um, uh, Normani was in a video. Uh, Ruby Rose is in a video. So, uh, but the biggest, the biggest name and probably the biggest controversial person that was in the video was Kylie, Kylie Jenner. Um, Obviously, I didn't, I didn't, I don't really care about Kylie like that. But it seems to cause a big uproar on the the, the internet about her being in the video. What y'all think? Like, uh, it's a petition for her to be edited out of the video, and it said like sixty thousand signatures. I didn't, I didn't understand what they were mad about. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you. She looked great. it it added to the experience to me i i don't don't care what they talking about but she looked great in that video i i I don't see what the problem is maybe because of the meg situation or whatever yeah that's what i'm thinking maybe this it's a bad taste in everybody's mouth from that and i i do have somewhat a bad taste in my mouth from pause uh from that situation okay but what but why because I feel like to a certain extent it was like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with y'all niggas and get clout off y'all and then once some shit go down, hey, nah, I'm gonna follow in both of y'all. Okay, all right. So I so you want some real nigga shit happen, <laughs> I'm gonna follow in both of y'all. <laughs> you feel me? So it's just like you 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 like to delve in your in our culture when it when it benefits you. But when some shit happened, everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. That's my only problem with it. Um, as far as Kylie, I don't have no big problem with Kylie. Her family is a whole bunch of goofies, but I don't have a big problem with Kylie. And I'm definitely not wasting my time um, signing no damn petition to get her out the video. I'm, oh, I'm not doing I don't really understand what the problem is. Because... 
Are, are, so are we to assume this was shot beforehand? Yeah, yeah. it was. It was so would we not assume that there were some conversations in regards to that before it reached final production? Maybe, yeah. but I, I think they saw the they saw what the end game was with that. They know Kylie was one of the biggest, if not the biggest, celebrity in the United States. Okay, so if that's the case, is Cardi wrong? And, and, and that's the thing. Like, if if it was that big of a situation, I feel like Cardi. Or Meg would have reached out to Cardi. Like, I mean, you have enough yeah. time to cut her out the video if yeah. it's that big of a deal. But clearly, they felt like it wasn't that big of a deal. Leave her in. If they left her in, I feel like it should be no issue. Like, they decided to leave her in the video. Yeah, that that's what makes me think this isn't. This shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, and you still have four more rooms to host. So, yeah, it's it it hella rooms. <laughs> So. You, you could have gave, gave, gave Mulatto, you know, extra uh, <laughs> extra minute. You know what I'm saying? Could have yeah. gave. Uh, uh, I don't know about. Listen, Nor- uh, uh, Normandy was looking good. <laughs> it's Normandy. It's Normandy, fool. <laughs> oh my bad. <laughs> no, uh, Normandy was looking good. Uh, oh, yeah, she they gave me praise dancer vibes. Yeah, yeah, they could have they could have shaved off thirty seconds of that. <laughs> Bro, they could have got Ro- Ro- Rosalia the fuck out of here. I don't know what the fuck she was doing. That was. <laughs> I did not know who that was. Yeah, Why did they put Ruby Rose in there? Yeah, that was a come up, but she been she been doing some prime thottery lately. So I, I see the vision. <laughs> they saw her potential. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't understand the uproar. It, it just didn't make sense to me. Uh yeah. Uh so I mean it, it was what it was. Um one of the other things that came from this video and I think this is going to be a, a, a decent discussion <laughs> is um after the video it was a big uproar about stock culture. Now, um after the video they had a panel discussion with uh Nadeska from Everyday Struggle. Uh she also has a Beats 1 radio show. Uh they had a wet ass pussy panel discussion with Nadeska. It was uh Ruby Rose. I know it was Cardi was on there. I know Suki was on there. And it might have been one other person. I think Mulatto maybe. Uh but they were pretty much discussing like taking ownership over your wholeness. Oh no money was on there too. Oh, what was she no I don't think Normani was on there. I don't think they would let her uh, be on there. Uh <laughs> <laughs> no, her management. No. Like she you don't. You ain't built for this. You ain't built for this lifestyle. <laughs> no. no, if I was her management, I wouldn't put her on there. Um, uh, but what it? I mean, the question. The question I would ask about this is, um, I know today CeeLo got in a lot of trouble. Um, pretty much saying like it looks desperate and it looks like. It's kind of wild how we have like all these songs about like being hoes and popping pussy and all that shit. And it's just like, how do we feel about that? How do you feel about the messages that's sending young women? Um like when I first when I first went into it, I thought this. I was like the wet ass pussy panel discussion is nuts. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. It's nuts. 
Um, as far as being able to, because I'm, I'm looking at some things surrounding it. I'm looking at Suki for the main, like I've seen a few of her videos cause I really didn't know who she was. I saw a few of her videos. She was talking about if you like fucking niggas ain't, ain't getting money and all that shit. Uh, you, you dumb and all this type of shit. And I was just like, I, I don't know if I, if I feel that, but I, whatever. Like I try to, what I try to do is I'll try to look at it from both sides. I've tried to say, Hey, what could she be thinking with what she's saying? Um, I don't know. In this instance, I don't know if I would promote like if you fucking a nigga, you gotta be taxing them or whatever she, you know, whatever message she's trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it the, the it was a lot of that going on in the the wet ass pussy panel discussion. But um, I'm gonna let y'all speak on it before we go further with this. <laughs> Why is why is Nadesco monitoring? <laughs> like that's the that's the thing I have the most problem with. Like she is clearly not down with the wet ass pussy, uh, whatever they're talking about. Oh my about. goodness! <laughs> like she's not down with that. She she's like, yo, wh- what are y'all talking about? But she's not she's not wet fam. She's not wop. I can almost guarantee you that that's not wop. Wop fam. Nadesco fam. Whoa. I don't know. Is it is it for women that like to talk okay. that talk? All right, this this might be. Don't all aren't all of them wops? I have an experience. If they want to let me get a trial run, then maybe we we can answer that. I just feel like, like <laughs> as a gender as a whole. I mean, I, I would I would hope so. Wait, what do you mean as a gender? Wop means like wet ass, but like you have wet ass pussy. So it's it's, it's 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 about the quality. Yeah, it's about the quality of your your vagina. Is it about the quality or is it about the wapness? What is the wapness? What are you? What are we talking about right now? We talking about Gucci Mane? Like what? What are you talking about? No, nah, just don't. yeah. Okay, so it's got to be like extra. Okay, it's like when you when you got a stain in your t shirt and you got to like soak it overnight to. <laughs> help what? <laughs> Man, what are you talking about right now? You trying to get the ketchup stain out the shirt? Alright, oh, good. So, so, yeah, I, I, I think this is, has to do with sex. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot That's of. What, but you can't, you can't get down without being a little no. splash. Every woman has, has uh. Wow. No, no. Every woman has WP. <laughs> Not every woman has W A. I think that ass throws it. When, when you get, That's when they get wild. No, because that wet ass pussy. That means oh, okay, we taking it to another level. But how do you know that? You gotta monitor the cream output. <laughs> you sound like dude on Twitter. No, that's what I'm talking about. The dude on Twitter was like, "Hey man," he texted that one girl. Was like, "Hey, what's your cream output?" <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> bro, trying to churn butter. <laughs> that is sickening. But back to the panel. Like, do y'all do? How do y'all feel about? Uh, the quote-unquote thought culture that's emerging like recently do y'all think it's first of all do y'all think it's a new thing or do y'all think it's always been this way uh social media and stuff like that has just highlighted it i i, I think it's a bigger i think we're seeing it more just because of social media i feel like um this has been a thing but we haven't really had a, a big outlet like we do with Twitter and, you know, just w- with everything out there. I think it's given women more freedom to to talk this way. But, I mean, if we look at 
you know, going back just, you know, from from women rappers in the past, you know, they've been talking nasty. They've been talking like this for a minute. I think, I don't know, I think as, as the years have gone on, more women have, feel, have felt more confident to be like, yo, fuck it, we're going to talk this shit just outright, especially with social media. You don't have to say it to, you know, somebody's face because really women, you know, They'll they'll talk that stuff on social media, but they're not really gonna you know. Tell do me this. on a ledge. And, and, <laughs> no no no. That's, about ISO. They're not going. To, they're not really going to talk. I mean, it's a lot of the time. It's just for entertainment. You know, it's just you know to be funny. Um, I think sometimes we get the inside look on how they talk with their friends, but um, I don't know. I I feel like definitely social media is giving it a bigger outlet to for women to kind of speak on that for real. Yeah. I'll say this. I think it's been a thing, but no one knew it. Cause, cause yeah, without social media, you wouldn't assume like this was like a normal transactional thing. And now that we're kind of social media has allowed people to normalize. There goes that trigger where the fact that this is, this is a, this is a thing that happens on a regular basis. So it's really not looked at negatively anymore, I would say. It just makes it seem like it's all cool and now it's okay. So now now since it's seeming like it's okay and it's all good, more people are feeling comfortable enough to come out and share, I want to say share their truths, but share their acceptance of it and be cool with it. That's okay. it. So it, that's, I think that's where my question comes in. Um, I mean, we see things like OnlyFans emerging, uh, we see Cardi was like the one of the first ones that was like, "Hey, yeah, I was a stripper. Like that's how I got the money and shit like that. Now I'm, I'm cashing out. Like now I'm, you know, did whatever I did, and I get it got me where I am today." Um, you have things like Kalani, the Can I video. I don't know if y'all saw that, but that was celebrating sex workers and cam girls. So you see oh, things man. like that. Yeah, <laughs> you see things like that, and it all. And you you ask yourself like, um, is the message that that is being broadcasted? And this is just a question. I'm not I'm not asking. You know, trying to say I disagree or agree with it. I'm just asking. Um, is this message a negative one that we're sending young women? No, because it's and this is just me. I I can't get upset if you are able to finesse another dude based off of something he wants to assume. If that's the case, fam, get your money. Like, I feel like at that point you deserve it. So okay. if you're going to be, I don't know if they're, if the people are going to make assumptions about you anyway, and assume all these things about you and, and be lusty anyway, why not get some coin from it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't you got anything? Yeah, I don't. Um, I I don't think it's um. I don't. I don't see it as a negative message. Um, I think regardless, women are gonna. You know, they're gonna. They're gonna do what they identify with the most. You know, just because that you know those type of messages are out there doesn't necessarily mean it's going to um. Uh, uh influence someone to go that path you know 
I, I feel like just like us, like we, we listen to a whole bunch of music from niggas that talk a, a totally different lifestyle that we would ever follow. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But we just we kind of identify with who we identify with and, and we follow our own path. So I feel like it, it, it's the same thing. Um, you know, I, I'm not really mad at the like only fans thing and all that because I mean, it's, 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 it's pretty safe. I mean, you just out here, you know, showing yourself out. You, you could be as, uh, uh, private as you want and still make money off of it. So, I mean, I, I don't really have an issue with it. My thing is, I, this is what I think the issue is. I don't think it's an issue with it at all. It's we as men, we know that we can't get away with these things. Yeah. So the, that's where the frustration builds up. If if I could go ahead and start OnlyFans or something and get paid, I would be breaking in bank. Oh, yeah. But it's we know that we can't. We're not getting away with that. It's not going to work. Like I, the, I, We I have no market. So well, some of it, and I'm not saying all of it, but some of it could just be hate. But I mean, it's another question. It's just like, is hoe a bad thing anymore? And is what who, is a hoe? Who's I, is it a bad mm. thing anymore? No. Like if you selling if you selling pussy videos and pussy pics on the internet, are you a hoe? But okay, so are you are you doing that specifically, or are you just selling vids? I mean, but you just go through the whole spectrum. You look at somebody like Suki, who says she fucks nigga from fucks niggas for money. Is oh, she a hoe? Yeah. No, yeah, 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 she is. Is that a no. negative thing? No, you're not. No, you're it's. Not. it's you are, but that doesn't have to be a negative I thing. I don't. I don't think you are just because it's okay. If I'm so, what's a hoe to you? That's a that's a harsh question. Because that's, that's the thing. A, if you look up the definition of a hoe, I feel like that's a hoe. You're, that's you're, not. You're, you're, that's not in the definition. My okay. So the only reason <laughs> I say on? the only reason I say that is because who's to say she wouldn't have done it anyway. No, I mean, but she's making it a point to say if you're not fucking niggas and taxing them, then you're stupid. So is she a hoe or not? Is see, is that her primary source of income? Yes, that's <laughs> that's literally how she makes money. Oh really? Okay, yeah, so and now she I mean she's now she's flipping into a rap career and she's a social like a social media personality now, but it was off the back of her quote unquote hoeing. Oh, well, oh, well. <sighs> Listen, I'm trying to be open, now. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not even saying it's a bad thing. Enough because my thing is, look, look, I have no problem with women taking control of their sexuality. Cause men do it all the time. Men love hoes. And it's, it's no, like, I think I don't know if it was you or Donna who said that men wish that they can do this and get money. Yes, that, that's one hundred percent true. Now, but I also think that we can call it what it is. Like, no matter if you're a man or a woman, if you are a mother and you see it's certain things that you try to direct your daughter, certain paths you direct your daughter not to go down. And I think that we all, I don't know, I, I don't know if it's some new age parenting now, but I think we all would try to steer our daughters away from that path. I low-key actually thought about this the other day. 
if you were a parent to a 20 year old college student, would you encourage or be okay with them doing OnlyFans? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, no, it's crazy because I feel like I, I, I thought about, well, I had because a conversation I, about this the other day. I, I don't think you're wrong if you do. I, I'm not. And I'm not saying to, I'm not saying to go out and be provocative. I'm saying you have I don't I don't know. Let me if you got ten thousand followers on Instagram. You, it, I might just be willing enough to be like, yo, you can flip this. Don't do anything crazy, but these dudes are suckers, and you can get them for their bank. Do what you got to do. <sighs> See, I, I don't know. No, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Because, because, within reason. No, no. And I'm, I'm very, I'm very like open minded. I, I would like to think I'm very open minded on a lot of things. But my daughter or son showing certain shit online okay. for money is just certain shit where I have to be like, nah. Did you? What was, what was the picture that Ruby Rose put up? The, the, the Photoshop joint where she like covered yes. her titties like that she was... yes that <sighs> if you can, I mean if, you uh, if she more. if she a Photoshop expert yeah I'll be like damn you can use this to go to IT, ID, uh, ICDC <laughs> no you don't understand that 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 picture wasn't Photoshop expert that was an emoji and brown paint on an iPad <laughs> hey man. <laughs> So but that's marketing. Hey, she know how to market the shit out of some shit. So, but, bro, like, so I'm saying if you can get away with that, bro, I'm I'm not against I'm not against my child having an OnlyFans. Let me let me get that out the way. I'm against, and I wouldn't even say I'm against. I would want her to go a different direction than that. And I think any parent would want that. Like yeah, no parent I'm, no, I'm just not, I'm, go ahead. Don't I'm not saying stop your studies. I'm not saying stop your studies. This is like to get side cash. Yeah, I I would say if if you want to go that route, just make sure that make sure what you want your life to be, because you have to understand that showing too much can affect any type of job that you want to get in the future. Like, just try to think of the future is what I would say. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a necess. I, I necessarily wouldn't have an issue with it as long as you clearly thought out your future. And I know that's hard for kids to do, but you got to understand that this can affect you in a lot of different ways and, so and what you pursue. The only reason I would I would combat that with is, say they posted a picture in. Underwear. What difference is that from from, from bikini? Uh, I don't have like like you the things you're saying. I, I don't have. I really don't have a problem with. I'm saying like the only fans that we know. <laughs> like no, 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 uh, that's, that's not what I'm referring to at all. I'm 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 referring to. I don't want to call it mild, but the finesse, more the finesse, as opposed to I'm really giving you what you're trying to pay for. It's it's the finesse. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in that in that manner, it, it's really no difference from Sports Illustrated using Instagram. and have naked women 
selling products or selling trying to sell magazines so it's really no difference so i don't have a problem with that i have a problem when you're taking uh shower vids uh selling them on the internet like that's that i don't want my daughter partaking in that or my son partaking in that no i agree with that that's that's not where i was taking that i I meant more some from a finesse angle from yeah no i wasn't taking it that to that extreme yeah. Now, while addressing CeeLo, because um, this this is kind of he's probably been one of the bigger voices that spoke out against it. Um, I don't know if CeeLo was the best messenger for this. Um, doesn't CeeLo have like a, a rape case or something like that? Allegedly. Whoa. Damn. I like, didn't hear about that. Didn't he okay. say like if she's passed out, like it's not rape? Huh? Did he? Yeah, I think allegedly. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say allegedly, but I'm pretty sure it's a quote from him saying if she's passed out, it's not rape because he had like an ecstasy case or something like that that he was dealing I don't with. That. This, oh. Yeah, you shouldn't be. Yeah, you really should be talking, bro. Yeah. Sit this one out for real, for real. Yeah, and I'm. I mean, it, it's also CeeLo. Like that nigga looks like a a box of whoppers that's been left out in a 77 degree day, my nigga. <laughs> I mean, he he can't sell he can't sell sex to anyone. So I mean, you you know you know what that is, dog. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, I think I feel like that was a good conversation about it. Um, my I think my last thing that I would say about it is like I don't I don't understand why men try to regulate it from the song to all this. Like you see politicians regulating it, but I don't understand why men try to regulate what these women are saying. It's just like. Since we've been born and before we've been born, there have been hoes. And I don't say that in a negative form, but there have been hoes since uh, zero, like 32 BC. They was working on the ground railroad. Does, they, nobody's forcing you to, to wife up a hoe. Oh, my God. But it's a market for hoes. Oh, yeah, for sure. I have a, and it's going to be question. tricks. It's going to be simps. It's going to be all type of motherfuckers just paying for that. What what was the, the the issue online earlier? Were people really upset about this song like that? Yeah, it's it's, it's men that I, really I generally get upset about women talking discussing. What? Oh, oh I didn't well, yeah. buddy was like, "Hey, I just accidentally." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just accidentally pulled up wow, and bruh, y'all are disgusting. Yeah, Ben oh, Shapiro shit. had like a segment where he like went through the lyrics on his show, and oh, he wow. subbed out like all the curse words with the n word and b word, and he would say shit like that. I was like, this lame. If he don't get off this shit talking oh, about this, no, my only issue was I didn't think it was a good song. I don't care what they were saying. That's on y'all. It, I do it wasn't for me anyway, but no, I didn't know they were really doing that. I thought it was an exaggeration. <laughs> People are pissed, man. Yeah. Yeah. But if you if you I don't like, like WAP, uh, Safari just dropped a, a remix to it. It's called uh, BAD, Big Ass Dick. Check it out, bro. So. Yeah, don't tell me to check out the Safari song. <laughs> check That's it out. He just dropped it on Audio Mac. <laughs> That's where I feel most disrespected. Hey, man. Dude, oh, no, we need to cancel him. I'm down for church. <laughs> Come on, Mr. OnlyFans. Yeah, that nigga Yo, you know Do you know what I'm pissed off about? Like, I'm cool with um, women doing the OnlyFans, but the thing that like hurts me the most is we don't get that free content on IG no more. Like they used mm. to put that nasty stuff on IG. That's just that's just gone. No, you getting the G version? 
You said what? You do realize that, like, there's a good portion of them where it's the same thing. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I tried to follow yeah. some girl today and uh, her bio said money talks. And I guess you have to pay her to follow her on IG. And I was just like, oh, shit. I don't know who the girl was, but it was somebody I tried to follow today. That, that is real because I have no idea what they're showing on OnlyFans, but I, I'd probably assume it's probably the same thing. It's IG. really a mystery bag. If you go, if you, it's OnlyFans, it's like you go into. You you go into Aldi with five dollars and you expect like filet mignon. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. And, and, and do you know what's crazy? I, I thought that there would be some person that would make OnlyFans that would make me join, but now the way OnlyFans is like for real set up, there's nobody. Because I because I feel like y'all just gonna be using it for like the way it was supposed to be you you gotta like, you gotta follow the real freaks my nigga it was just one nigga that he was like posting this shit on uh i accidentally saw whoa, like that nigga on uh, Twitter. <laughs> no 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 no. it's not a nigga it's not a, it's not a he be he be with women dog so they, he posted it on twitter so people since one woman uh retweeted it and this nigga jumped off his counter straight into the pussy my nigga <laughs> like the shit oh, was wow. fucking wow i would pay to see that shit bro <laughs> Bro, like he legit no. jumped off the counter and he was straight in, bro. The shit was nuts, my nigga. That's that's an insane amount of precision <laughs> to pull that shit off. Bro. That makes no sense. Yeah, I, I might pay to see that. I don't believe it. Oh, fair. I gotta find a video. We'll show y'all niggas, man. That shit crazy. Uh, but yeah, we gotta move on. Um, we got a we got nasty nigga alert. Uh, two times, man. Uh, Common and Takeoff, man, was uh, allegedly accused of sexual assault. Um, I don't know what to say about either of these. Like, it's if somebody asked me who do I see being a nasty man, it wouldn't be Common or Takeoff. And actually, take off. I'm trying to think. Well, about no, it. but didn't, didn't he get accused of rape? Who? Take off. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, take off was accused of rape. Uh, I don't know, like all of the details, um, but apparently she it was in the club, and right after she went and got a rape kit, so it's not looking good in this situation. Um, and common it was a woman named jaguar Wright. i believe she's a uh, a fellow artist out of chicago uh he said well she said that it, he is also on some nasty man shit like he was waking up people with the, his dick in their mouth um uh, so damn that i didn't even i didn't even hear about the common shit yes yeah. that's, that's crazy i don't i want to say something but i don't want to say it Say it, hey man. We on a pod. Just, just don't go too far. I mean, if it's you gotta say what you're gonna say. I'm just gonna say after he said he was in love with the honeymoon phase, we should have known he might be sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a sicko phrase. That's yeah, yeah. I, so, hope, I hope I really hope it's not true. Do you think that's why he's in this relationship with Tiffany Haddish? You, what? you think he's trying to, you know? What is the you know? Like, have a little, you know. Hold on, I'm in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't think these things about me. I ain't mm. out here. I mean, come and stay in a relationship. And like the the women he's been in a relationship before, like, have been like, you know. 
it's it's just weird to be in a relationship with someone with the same cut as me. Yeah, I was gonna say it wouldn't be as weird if she wasn't a hell of like Charles Barkley. <laughs> like that that's too much, man. Tiffany had his doobie having moments where she looked good though. Yeah, before she cut her head. Well, okay, I'm not gonna do that. Hey, yeah, yeah, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. No, she is. She is. Uh, she she definitely has a moment. Can I be fair? I thought she had a fade. <laughs> now she got the number two, like the one, the number two on the hair chart. <laughs> with that big, that big headed kid. Yeah, a uh, little um, with the gold teeth. Yeah, she got me after five weeks of growing my hair out. <laughs> She got the she got the bad kid haircut. <laughs> yeah, shit. Uh, shout out to Tiffany Haddish, man. Um, but speaking of common man, uh, Dave Chappelle apparently he got together. Uh, he got the fucking <laughs> the canceled Avengers together and took a picture. Did y'all see that picture? No, no. It was Dave Chappelle, Common, Talib Kweli, Louis C.K. Um, for some reason, Jaleel White was there. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, Sarah Silverman, Donald Rylance, Michelle Wolf, and Mo Amer. But uh, yeah, them first five that's that's heavy right there because all of them have been canceled at a certain. Where point. was this? Uh, they did a comedy show somewhere. I think it was in DC, but I, I may be wrong. The whole picture smelled like COVID. <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah, there's there's no reason to be taking a picture with Tyler Quali at this moment. There's no, no. reason. I, or Louis C.K. Yeah, I'll have them niggas. Yo, hey, can you politely step out this one? <laughs> I'll picture with him before he did all that foolishness. <laughs> yeah, real shit. Uh, but he got he, he got permanently banned from Twitter, so I'm gonna put in the hand claps for that shit. Cause goddamn, he was getting annoying. I I didn't even see the shit that he was saying. Like I never got to see how he was going off. But I heard he was like he wasn't letting up. Yeah, I think that was the thing. It was just like he wasn't letting up. Like the woman said that uh, he only dates. Like she put him in a list of rappers that only date light skinned women. Okay, if you don't agree with that, then whatever. Just respond, clap back, and say, "Nah, that's not true." Whatever you gotta say. So she he found an old tweet of her saying like, "I need a light skinned zaddy" or some shit. Some alluding to she wanted a light skinned man at a certain point. Um, and he was so like pissed that she would call him out after saying that that he just kept harping on it it was a good two weeks and he every day he said something to this girl god damn and niggas was like bro let up bro like you said what how many days it take for people to be like okay that's enough i think after the second day because the first day he put so many tweets out about it like niggas was digging and they found out like he cheated on his wife like he got a little outside baby and shit like that like so after that had all happened i think niggas was expecting him to be like all right bro like chill out um but he just kept at it niggas found out that he fucked uh sarah J. um so like every day that he went on people found out more and more about this nasty man behavior he was doing behind the scenes while being to live lyrics still to your rip. That's so. crazy. Yeah, I didn't I didn't understand why he did did all that. At yes. some point just let it go. But for real. Uh T I found out his daughter was pregnant on um TV. Y'all see that? What? First off, okay. uh con- congrats to, to her on the pregnancy. Um but yeah, did y'all see that? Nah. Wait, wait, he found out on IG? Oh no! On, on television, on that gold show, the show with uh, what's the Vivica Fox? 
Oh, no. No. I I saw an article that said that she was and that she was going to surprise him on a show. He was was surprised. Yeah, he was surprised. I don't know. I didn't see this. Yeah, he was like, uh, I know it ain't uh what's what's the girl's name? It's not Deja, it's the other one. Yeah. Uh Zanik. Uh, yeah, Zanik, yeah. He said, I know it ain't Nick Nick. And then he, he, she was like, uh, oh gosh. Yes, that is me. I was like, Oh yeah. No, <laughs> I would pass out, bro. <laughs> no, you're not gonna do that to me on TV. Nah. And man, blessings on the pregnancy though. We hope we wish for a happy and healthy pregnancy. Uh she's with uh Bandman uh Izzy. Ben Hunter Izzy from uh B More. Okay. Shout out Ben Hunter Izzy. Yeah. Uh uh so I saw t- I saw on the internet on Twitter uh they were debating and somebody said it was a big debate about if you take away Eminem's discography from hip hop, it wouldn't affect music at all. It wouldn't affect hip hop. So if you got rid of all of Eminem's songs, it wouldn't affect like nobody would blink twice, really. In the realm of hip hop history, well, would y'all so, agree? So, like, it wouldn't like the influence wouldn't be there. Yeah, so like the trajectory of hip hop and then like all the stars and all that stuff wouldn't be what it is today. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's like you, we wouldn't get a fifty. We wouldn't get you know different little superstars and stuff like that. Yeah, that's not true. That I, I feel like M plays a big part in white rap. Just to give confidence for you know. Yeah, but how big how big is that in in the grand scheme of things? I don't know how big he 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 is in the hip hip hop. I under, I understand his influence, but I'm just looking at it now. It's not many songs of Eminem's I could. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of songs I could live without. Just say it like that. And it's also we could live without those those white rappers too. I'm not gonna go that far. Look at look at him caping for Yellow Wolf. <laughs> no, I mean we got Mac, we got MGK. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not giving that to him. Why would you not? I think. It, I think. Yeah, I think Eminem provided a lane for white rappers to be taken seriously. Yeah. Uh, serious. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking. I'm just looking from a style perspective. Oh yeah, Mac Mac doesn't have that Eminem style, but I think it de- he definitely provided like you know uh, confidence. Yeah, like he provided know. a space for white people within hip hop. I feel like he still would have done it regardless, and that's why I'm so iffy. Because mm. it's like they it's like they they never stopped trying. Yeah. yeah, I just think before Eminem, white people in hip hop were taken as a joke, like a novelty. Like you got Marky Mark, you got Vanilla Ice, you got, uh, I mean, even even the ones that we kind of took seriously, like Buddy from uh, what is it? that nigga Stretch? What's that nigga? What group is he in? You talking about Beastie Boys? Well, we took Beastie Boys kind of seriously, but no, nah, that nigga, uh, he he made he had that hip hop show on VH1. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you talking about search? Search, yeah. MC search. Like, so we got a couple, but they they never got to the level Eminem got. Um, even so, Beastie Boys, it was like more poppy kind of. Are we saying he helped propel, allow them to get propelled higher, or no? He created a space for white people within rap to be taken seriously. 
Before that, he, they were novelty items. They were like, let's, it's a cash grab. We got these little white kids, so we got this white boy that we know can appeal to a white audience. So let's put them in there, have him say some bullshit, and let's get this money. Eminem was an actual rapper. We had to take his art form and him seriously. It's black people and white people. So I, I would say he did more for them than the genre as a whole. Because we still get 50 without him. Yeah. Um, one thing I would say is, do we get that introspective rap without M? Like, who's doing that? I'm really gonna, I'm really gonna rap about what the fuck I'm going through for real, for real. Who, like, where were we getting that before M? No, you you can say that. That was, I mean, not. I hate saying this, but I feel like you can take that back to like the older stuff. Because wasn't you, that you got ghetto boys? Was? No, I, I'm talking about like really giving y'all the shit, like really giving you my bad. Like I'm giving you the worst parts of my life into music. I feel like I think you got the ghetto that, boys did that. Who the ghetto boys? Was that before M? Yeah. Well, Way before him, yeah. But I also don't feel like he that would have that would have gone untouched without him. I, yeah, but also it's like he was one of he was one of the few to do that on a mainstream level. It wasn't really that many rappers before M that would give you that type of uh, vulnerability on, on that level. He's also white, so that could have helped. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if n- niggas is really doing that shit if it wasn't for him. Yeah, I, I, I will say he propelled hip hop to what it is now. Like now, hip hop is the the most popular genre, hands down. Hip hop and R and B. Without Eminem, I don't know if that happens. Eminem being white exposed us to markets that we wouldn't have touched without him. Without the Caucasities. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he was able to talk about like he never really tried to be black. He was able to talk about white shit in a black space with hip hop, actual hip hop abilities. So it, it just kind of it was he crossover in in a sense. So I, I do think we owe Eminem that. I mean, he and Eminem. I'm, I'm not trying to say Eminem is garbage and nothing like that. Like Eminem is a top fifteen rapper, maybe top twenty. Uh, I don't know. I got to put a list together. Uh, but as far as technical skill, I would put Eminem in my top ten. Uh, yeah. But I, I don't know how much I'm in, in the grand scheme of hip hop. I don't know how much I'm giving Eminem. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I can see I can see both sides. I can see how like if he disappeared it wouldn't I, I can see it. Yeah. Uh speaking of hip hop, we got the Master P finale today. Um have niggas watched all the episodes? Oh for you. I mean tomorrow, tomorrow. Actually, the finale comes on tomorrow. Man, well today when you hear it. I, you I haven't watched watch. it on yeah, I'm, I'm tweaking. I'm, I'm probably, you know what? I might watch them tonight. Yeah, it's on BET uh, on the website. If you check the website, they got them on there for free. Um, but yeah, it's been pretty good, man. Other than Master P kind of exaggerating some shit, which we, I mean, he produced it, and I mean, I'm pretty sure he has most creative control in it. Uh, but other than that, man, you learn a lot. Like even though, like I, I know a decent amount about 
uh, No Limit. It's just like stuff like I was like, oh wow, like I didn't know like the the whole Ricky Williams situation. Like I knew about like the contract and stuff like that, but I didn't know like all the particulars. That was kind of dope to learn about. Uh, see if you got any thoughts on it. I think it allows you to. Yeah, you hear about all these artists going independent right now, but yet this allows you to see that this has been done beforehand, mm-hmm. and it allows it, it shows you how he was handling his business, um, trying basically I don't want to say protecting, but looking out for his artists way before people were doing, it, and people still aren't doing it. But I mean, from what he was expressing, it sounded like he was really trying to make sure his artists and his their families were taken care of. Um, he was trying to set them up to win. He wasn't, you know, holding them back, trying to keep them from leaving and things of that nature. So he's he sounded like what you would want and expect the music industry to be. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think it, it shines a light on the status quo that we have in the United States, like in, in business. Um, I think that P got shunned out of a lot of stuff and a lot of relationships because he was so willing to know his worth and not really settle for this is what like I'm just gonna have to take this deal because this is what they giving me. Um, I think that he was held out of a lot of spaces, like a lot of white people didn't really want to deal with him. Because they knew he was like so hard against like we have to own a lot of what we whatever we doing or whatever we doing. Uh I mean uh whatever we are making. Um one one thing that biggest go thing ahead. His, that his he's always been saying is, you know, when I went to this label, they were willing to give me a million dollars. And I said, if this white man is gonna give me a million dollars, how much am I really worth? Yeah. It's like yeah. sometimes that first whatever the first little offer you might get is not the one that you should jump at, depending on what you're doing. Of course, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're self-employed, if you get that one, it might just be worth it to keep pushing. Yeah. And it shows the the power of will, man. Like P is not the best rapper by any means, but he believed in something, man. And he had that like look, I'm going to make it. And it shows the power of relationships. Like he, you see how everybody talks about him to this day. Like he got a little fallouts, like with the producers, he had a little falling out with, they don't really rock with each other. But to the most, for the most part, everybody talks about P like he, he's cool as hell. Like that's my nigga P. And he had foresight. Yeah. He was, he was able to know this music thing can't be sustainable long-term. Like we have to have our hands in other pots. And that's, that's basically what LLC Twitter dies on. Yeah. Uh, I saw, I saw a little interview after it. Um, Eddie Griffin was talking about like <clears throat> how I guess uh, Master P and uh, Mystical before they got like real big uh, came to Eddie, one of Eddie Griffin's shows and asked him to open up for him. Uh, Eddie Griffin was like, man, all right, cool. I'll let y'all do it. And then like, it was like years later when P got big and he gave him like a million dollars to do foolish. He was like, Hey man, you got a script that you, you trying to do now? He was like, yeah, man, I got one at the crib, went to the crib, got it. And he ended up making a movie for him. And that was one of Eddie Griffin's like biggest first roles before, you know, uh, uh, what's that black movie? I forgot what it was. Undercover brother. Undercover brother. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that that just shows, man, you gotta ride for the people to help you. And I think that Pete did that and he did business the right way. And 
I'm glad that we're giving him his flowers now. I wish that they went a little bit more into Silk because I think Silk probably had the biggest No Limit career as far as being a rapper. I mean, Mystical was the best rapper in No Limit, but Silk probably had the biggest career in No Limit. You mean but, while uh, on the label? While on the label. While, like the, the period while they had that was hot. I mean, Master P was big too. You had Make Him Say, uh, you had uh, I Miss My Homies. Like you had a whole bunch of shit. But Silk's hits... I think, at least to me, are the biggest. And I'm gonna be real. Some of those songs are really hard to go back and listen to. Yeah, I mean, Silk is one of the worst rappers of all time. <laughs> but I mean, you think it ain't my fault? You got uh, his remix with um, with uh, Maya. You got uh, another song. What, what's the other song about that? Like, you got songs with Silk that's probably the biggest in Cash. I mean, uh, No Limit. My bad. Uh, but. Uh, what else is happening? Oh, I, I forgot to talk about this while we were talking about Meg, but y'all see Meg talking about she want a woman now? She she looking for petite black women and big booty Latinas. <laughs> sure. What is she kind of like, like me and you? I was about to say, boy, she, that sound like me. <laughs> hey man, shout out, shout out, Meg, man. I'm, I'm that's what I'm saying. You on the same time I'm on. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm, I'm not mad at that. Hey, man. Someone said she always expressed his interest, but I had no idea. Yeah, I saw a video. I mean, remember that video when she was juking that uh that one girl? And I need to go back to that video now that we talking about it. You know, I, I took that for a grain of salt. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of movie news this week. Uh, first, uh, Nia DaCosta is directing Captain Marvel. Um, I don't know if y'all saw that, uh, but that's a big look. Yeah. Uh, first black woman to direct a Marvel movie. She is the director from uh, I think Candyman, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know any of her other work. Um, I don't know if y'all are in tune with it. Yeah, I I don't. Uh... I don't remember, but that's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Um, I didn't really like the first uh, Captain Marvel like that, but mm. we'll see how it goes. I'll, I'll probably check it out like on streaming or something. Yeah, we had um, Spinning Gold. Um, you heard about the Spinning Gold movie? No. It's like a Motown uh, movie, I think. And uh, Samuel L. Jackson is playing George Clinton. Jason Derulo is playing Ron Isley, and uh, no. Ke- Keenan no. Thompson is playing Barry Gordy. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> What's oh, going shit. On, bro? Hey man, hey, check out black black actors, man, black actors. <laughs> hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. DL Hughley's playing Boosie Collins. Man, what, what? Jay Farrell is playing. No, 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 no. Get this shit out of here. Get this shit the fuck out of here, bro. What bro, going on? I, I'm tuning in just for uh, what's the name playing Ron Isley, bro? <laughs> Jason Derulo. Because <laughs> that shit's going to be hilarious. No, oh, uh, shit. Uh, we all... TikTok? <laughs> Fam. <laughs> just, he going to be doing TikToks on set and going to get kicked off and shit. Um, we also got like two like Black Power movies. We got Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, bro, I don't. This is probably the hypest I've been for a movie. Did y'all see that trailer? No, it looked it looked uh, it looked like that. Wait, is that a Lena Waithe movie? No, uh, I know it's I know it's produced by Ryan Coogler. Actually, in in the uh, Lucas Brothers, I think they wrote the script. I believe. Mm-hmm. 
which is kind of crazy because I I won't I wouldn't expect them to do a movie like this. But um, yeah, for sure. yeah. man, like, like I heard he really was pushing for that role. Uh, uh, oh, you talking about um, Danny Kaluuya? Yeah. Bro, he got the cadence of Fred Hampton down. He got everything down, bro. That's why I'm so hyped. I'm like, bro, this is looking like some Oscar shit. Yeah, that's that's gonna be great. That's just gonna be fire. Um, we also got the small axe movie. I don't know if y'all seen the trailer for that, but um Shorty from um not Shorty, but the woman from um uh Black Mirror, she's in that. Uh she, she was in Black Panther too. Um Small Axe? Yeah. I, I believe it's it's something in the UK, but um that that also looks good. Check out the trailer for that when you get a chance. Um I think that's about it for movies. Um did y'all see that KD situation yesterday? <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. saw it briefly. Uh I really wanted to see who the girl was. I I didn't get a good chance to see that. I saw a back view. But I felt wrong. Was it, a, <laughs> was it enough to warrant Katie's actions? Oh, the the woman he was getting at. No, I saw the yeah, back yeah. view of the the uh, what word I want to use? The yeah, the the no, the husband in this situation. No, no, oh, yeah, just say the, just say her wife. That's her. Wait, what, they her married? Wife? Huh? They married? Who? I thought they were just going together. No, I think that was her wife. Oh, okay. Well, like let me explain. Yes, they it, it, it's a lesbian relationship. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, explain the situation. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> this this one woman. Um, she made a podcast about um how she thinks Katie is a hoe and he he has hoe like tendencies. And I ain't gonna lie, the first like five minutes she was just going in. She was like, this is yeah. why Kevin Durant is a bitch ass nigga and he be acting like a hoe. I was like, yeah, damn. <laughs> like, it, it was kind of flagrant, bro. So, great. you know how KD do. Like, he probably searched his name and um, saw it and probably listened to it and was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on now. Uh, so, what he did was he followed the woman that made the, the podcast. He followed her girl on Instagram and like start liking her pics. Oh, okay. And, and then the girl got hip to it and she was like, "Hey, bro, <laughs> so my girl about to block you or some shit." And then he's you're like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." He's like, "You're." She was like, "You on weirdo time?" He's like, "Oh, my bad. My phone accidentally followed your girl and liked all her pics." <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that makes like because I thought he just did that like on his own. I didn't know they made the podcast before that. Nah, nah, nah. He was doing it like an "Hey, bro, if I if I want your girl, I can have your girl." And hey, I fuck two with seconds. That. I fuck shit. with that energy, KD. <laughs> fuck with that. I'm fucking with that. All right, okay. Yeah. So, nigga, you know, those niggas on both sides, but most niggas was giving him respect. Like, yeah, hey, this nigga KD bossing up. <laughs> he gonna be, he gonna make a video of him taking out money and her, uh, dropping in her DMs and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, salute but, that nigga, man. Yeah. Uh, but uh, NBA bubble. Any any thoughts on NBA bubble? We getting close to playoff time. I think playoffs start Monday. I want to say Monday or Sunday. Man, those signs. Hey man, they about to get in that bitch. They a game out. I think the Blazers have game out. Memphis got the Memphis Spurs game have right game now. Out too. Oh, Spurs have game out too. Okay. 
So how, uh, how, how does the um plan work? Uh, I mean, the yeah, it's eight and nine, and the nine got to be within four games of the eight. Which well, that's gonna happen. Really so it's gonna be a play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's gonna have. So, so if the, you're the eight seed, you only got to win once. If you're the yeah. nine seed, you got to win twice. So you got to beat them two times three. in a row. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's solid. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully, I, I would definitely like the Lakers to see the Suns. <laughs> <laughs> real <laughs> shit. No, no, real shit. Play Memphis. Yeah, I think Memphis will give them the best chance. I don't know how how much of a chance Memphis has without Jaron Jackson uh, being there, but uh, yeah, that's... Um, yeah, I mean, we gonna see. Uh, but I I have to give credit where credits due, and we talked about this before the bubble started, and we had our we had our worries about it. Um, but I will give credit to Adam Silver. I think that this worked out exactly how they needed this to work out. Um, now what I will say is I think they need to ban. Uh, niggas' families from coming to the bubble. I need. I think they need to keep it just how it is now. They're allowing that. Yes, in a few weeks they get to come to the bubble. I think next week they get to come to the bubble. Oh yeah. no, no, oh no! Why, wait, why are they doing that? Because you can't. I'm, you can't keep people away from their families. For yeah, for so months. long. Yeah, yeah but you. It's, you can't. And, yeah. but, but they're getting tested, right? They're all. Getting yeah, they got to get tested before you come in. Um, but also, you have free reign to leave and come as you please. Like they, they're not keeping anybody locked in, and so that's why I'm like, bro, I think y'all need to ban the family. Like, just be like, yo, I'm sorry, but this has been working too well for us to to do this. Yeah, that's. I I, I don't think. I mean, I I get it. I get it to be away from your family that long. But I mean, I I, I felt like that was the sacrifice of the bubble. Like, it's yeah, don't mess it up. Because you're the only sport that knows what it's doing. You guys got it right. You literally got it right, which I, I don't think anyone expected it to go as well as it has. Uh, don't don't tweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like I said, I, I shout out Adam Silver, man. Hands down the best commissioner in sports. He, he he did this very correctly. Even the fact of putting the four extra teams in, how they doing the play in and stuff like that, that works because it gives the Suns a team that nobody was really looking to. Like, if we were to cut off the season and make them go straight in the playoffs, nobody would feel bad about the Suns not making it. But they now they're in a position where they deserve to be in the uh the t- uh, playoffs if they went out just as much as anybody else so um it should be a good playoffs you got you got Dame and uh Dame and the whole Clippers team going back to back um i think Dame's wife was his, his sister went at PG's wife and called her a stripper yeah, yeah so it's, yeah he, oh, he said you got pregnant by a stripper yeah, it's definitely getting personal. Um, but yeah, it's, it should be a good playoff series. I mean, a good playoff just in general. Pro- uh, y'all thinking it's gonna be the best playoffs ever? No, you don't I mean, think so? I can't. I, I can't. It's, it's again, everybody's full health. Um, from a competitive standpoint, yeah, but from an authentic standpoint, no. Oh, okay. it still deserves an asterisk. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I don't know it. it I feel like it could have a chance to be. It's going to be real interesting just to see how this all affects, you know, just how home court is going. 
I, I feel like it's going to be, we're going to see some crazy upsets. That's what I believe, but we'll see how it goes. I'm yeah, I definitely think it's going to be some upsets. I mean, you look at the play of certain players. I mean, look at AD. AD is playing like horribly terrible. <laughs> like that nigga's getting like eight points a game and shit. Like it's no, so it's, you could see the effects of like sitting down and not playing for a long time. Um, but I don't know. We, we, we'll see if they are able to get like into a group. Even Brian is kind of still warming up. Like he's had some, some solid games, but he's had also had some games where it's just like, all right, this is not Brian we used to. Uh, yeah. So, uh, moving on from that, we got, uh, Mazelia Banks. Y'all saw the, um, the IG, IG story post she made the other day. Uh, yeah, I saw the stories of it. I, yes. I, I didn't listen to it, but I, I saw that she was going through something. Yeah. So she pretty much saying that her time on earth is up. And after she gets done recording the music that she needs to record, that she's going to end it pretty much, or, you know, she's going to take herself out. Uh, I don't know. I, I want to offer my prayers because I know the just firsthand. I know the effects of the pandemic, bro. Like, like that shit makes you feel low, bro. Like I know musicians gotta be going through it. They're not really getting their show bread. They're not getting no back ends. Um, but just I mean, her where it seems like she's dealing with mental issues just previously off top. This has to compound and shit. So all I can say is prayers. Um, y'all got any thoughts on the situation? Yeah, no, she's she's seen trouble for many years. So I mean, you always you would hope that it never gets to this point, but yeah, hopefully she has good people around her. Um, of course, it's the fan support is always nice, but I, I feel like in these situations that doesn't help. Um, it's more meaningful to have good people who kind of help uplift you and get you into safe havens and get you around the right people who would benefit you. So I'm just hoping that she has that around her. Yeah, um, she actually made a statement today kind of addressing it. She's like, uh, she wished that people would support her when she's up and not just when she's down. Um, it, like, she feels like everybody always makes her the laughing stock. Um, while I, I mean, I agree with that, I, I feel like supporting somebody is different from disagreeing with somebody or not supporting somebody is different from disagreeing with her. She says a lot of controversial stuff and attacks a lot of people. Well, so, question would be. What are we supporting? That I mean, that that would be my thing. It's just like um, she feels like people are making her laughing stock because of her views and the stuff that she's done. Plus, you um, trash. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna double down on it, especially now. But it's just like it's a it's a difference between uh, not supporting you and just feeling like you go a little bit too far, and I'm not really fucking with your your energy at this point. I'm just saying you can't call for support and. What do you want us to support? Like, if you want us to support you, let let what you're putting out be good. That's all. Yeah. Don't you got any thoughts? Uh, no, just just praise to her, man, and hopefully she, you know, fi- finds the strength to make it through. You know, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, what did Ellen do? <laughs> like, what what did she do for real? I need a clear explanation. What Ellen did? I so she she allow things to happen shoot the bad boss 
is like is this is has this gone too far? I, like I really want to ask, has this shit like all this shit gone too far? Like you no. can get put out the paint for being a, a quote unquote bad boss. I think yes. I think within reason, yes, you can. <laughs> I think uh, if you will, if you if you're aware of behavior that's going on on your set in your presence, was it sexual assault type stuff? Even your direct presence, you yes, you can. Because most of the stuff I'm seeing is just like she was mean to me on this day, and it's just like, uh, bro, that's <laughs> most bosses. My boss mean to me all the fucking time. No man, she was fat shaming. Yeah, she's fat shaming. Like I saw, she was fat shaming some kid in the '70s, and it's like, 96. you're. F- I thought it was the '70s. The 70s. Oh well, it was seven. Yeah, I was like, she was, she had to be what twenty, saying you're fat. You might want to lose some of that weight, chunky right. boy. How do you live with that hurt? <laughs> <laughs> I said oh that. On, I said that plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Niggas about to get me out the face. This is. No, I mean, I, I don't really know. I haven't really read into all the things that's going on. From what it seems like, her whole show just had bad. It was just. It, it was a bad environment for everyone. Of. Uh, for minorities, for you know, people with I don't know, it, it it just seemed real bad. All I know is if they get James Corden or, or whatever to replace her, like Jesus Christ, please don't do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and I'm what I'm what I'm saying. I'm not saying that we shouldn't do anything about it. I'm just saying that the fervor of getting her kicked off the show because of this behavior, it's kind of nuts to me. This woman has built an empire for years. And has she made some mistakes? Yes. Has she made a lot of mistakes? Maybe. But from the mistakes that I've heard and the mistakes that I've read about, nothing's to the point where she needs to get kicked off her show for this type of stuff. Yeah. I don't so know. They, that's what I'm saying. They're they coming for everybody. When they, when they start coming for the gays. Oh, my God. You saw they were mad about um, James Gordon or whatever his name is. Oh, he did something too. No, they just didn't want. They didn't feel like he was a good replacement. Oh no, no, he's trash. He's garbage. Nobody, nobody. They, I, I don't know if they felt like it should go to another woman or. Yeah, I saw that Eric Andre was uh, campaigning for it. Fam, stop playing for what? Dead ass <laughs> for the Ellen spot. Hell, right. fucking no! <laughs> <laughs> that get canceled in two days. <laughs> See this nigga <laughs> dancing with fucking <laughs> ski master slump god and shit. <laughs> Yo, they would not know what to do on daytime. (laughs) Actually, please do that. I'm actually campaigning for that. We're going to get that stuff to Kiki. Yeah, I saw saw Kiki is, uh, she's hinting that they're about to do like a millennial version of The View. I wouldn't wouldn't be mad at that. No, that's not going to work. I wouldn't be mad at that either. That actually seems like something I I would tune into. What time is it going to come on? Yeah, that's the only thing. Because niggas be in school and shit. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, put it on YouTube. Just put it on YouTube. Don't don't put it on like don't make it a a, a daytime uh, NBC or ABC type show. Just put it online. People are free. Yeah. Uh, we have to address niggas in social media, man. Uh, so I don't know if everybody heard, but Fivio. Uh, Fivia Foreign, as some people know him as, was shot rapper from New York, uh, affiliated with Pop Smoke. 
Um, he was shot at. I don't know if he was actually hit. It, no details are kind of foggy with the situation. But when it first happened, Murder Beach put out a post saying that this nigga was dead. And I'm like, bro, why do people rush to say somebody's dead so quick? Like, I don't know. Like, if you don't know for sure, why would you put a post saying saying that? Um, I mean, that's pretty much the first thing. The second thing is like, niggas have to stop recording shit. Especially if you're around somebody that's a celebrity and your best friend was murdered because he accidentally put his his address on Twitter or IG or whatever it was. Stop recording shit. We glad that he okay, but this shit, I mean, Buddy was filming. He had that shit was long as hell. Like he was filming a documentary or some shit. Wait, what was he filming? He was filming one of the homies was basically Insta storing their entire experience. And it was just clip after clip in, in location after location of what they were doing throughout that day. Oh, wait, uh, yeah, it's like when you get killed on Call of Duty and you can see who killed you. So you just know like what the location he in and all types of shit. Like I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Like yeah. stop doing that, bro. So if you're around me and I got bread and I'm popping, do not put anything I, I'm doing or anywhere I'm at on on social media. Stop trying to get clout off that shit. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't do it around me, even if I don't have bread. Yeah, yeah, let, you, you, you gotta you lead. Let us lead this location before we share where we were. Do it in the car. Yeah, don't know what you about to say. No, no, no. I mean, that's just how people are, man. Nowadays, I mean, they, especially if you're, you know, around a celebrity, you definitely want to get that attention. You want to get that, you know. That that reaction from people that you're around them, but it, it is putting them in in dangerous situations. People just gotta understand not everything has to be on, online. Not everything. Not no, no, go ahead. No, it's, it's just not, it's not just them who's getting put in dangerous situations. It's you as well because you're with them. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, um, yeah. And back to the the, the murder beast shit. It's like stop. Please stop doing that. Like stop putting, uh, stop rushing to put somebody's dead. That reminded me of uh, uh, when Joe Budden put out that Eddie Murphy died on Twitter, <laughs> and niggas was like, "Yo, where'd you hear this?" He was like, "Trust me, I wouldn't put this out if I didn't have, if I didn't know for sure." <laughs> niggas was like, "Bro, where'd you hear this shit?" And Eddie Murphy was like alive and well and shit. Like niggas was like, "What the fuck is you talking about, bro?" <laughs> I don't know if I can put the line because maybe he just got bad information. Yeah, but don't don't rush to put that, bro. Verify that somebody is dead. It's ways to verify that somebody's dead. Like, I, if I heard that somebody died, I would still like even if I was super close to them, I would wait until I get the official source, so either their parents or like, especially if it's a celebrity. I'm like, hey, I'll wait to TMZ or somebody publish a report. I don't have to be the first one to tell the people that he's dead. Yeah, and, and even then, it's like, what, what am I rushing to even put that out for? Even when yeah. I know. Like, yeah. like, he ain't go. I mean, he, he's gone already. It ain't like yeah. this is gonna save him or bring him back to life. Like, I gotta go to Twitter immediately. Like, well, I, that's that's the last thing I'm thinking about. If if it's you know somebody that I truly care about, I'm not thinking about Twitter and posting this shit. I'm like, fuck, this shit, this shit is, is fucking with me. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It is people really just be doing shit just for reaction, just just for clicks. <laughs> It's nasty. Yeah, we got to hear all right, though. But speaking of shooting somebody, man, 48 Doug has to shoot somebody, bro. 
Okay. And I, I hate to advocate for that, but <laughs> yeah, this, we just had a comment. <laughs> yeah, that, that nigga, need, bro, he he needs to get like a villain persona, like the penguin or some shit, bro, because his his like persona is all fucked up with like. Like for him being like short, like women, you got women calling him thick on the timeline, and then he he had a picture today with like some fifth graders, and the fifth graders was taller, like the fifth grade girls was like taller than him and shit. Like it, it's just horrible, bro. He got to shoot somebody to get like a, a villain persona. <laughs> I seen that picture. That shit surprised. How tall is this nigga? For I don't know, bro. <laughs> that nigga looked harmless, bro. <laughs> <laughs> For real, like that nigga look, legit look adorable. <laughs> what? <laughs> that nigga looked adorable, fam. <laughs> like, he looked like one of the little children you call adorable. I thought that was a throwback. Nah, bro. I don't know. <laughs> like when I saw that pic, I said to myself, "I hope they never lose that bond." Like that's how adorable that pic was, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that that shit looks ridiculous, man. Bro, you gotta get gangster with somebody, man. Like you gotta pistol with somebody or something. Like I don't know if I can take that nigga serious. I don't know if he. If I can take that nigga serious with that that stature he has. Um. What uh, kind of camera angles do they use in his videos? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because in, in the in the We Pay video, he he, did, he wasn't looking that short. They gotta look like they, they they have to be on like all fours. They use the little tight training uh, training video shit. <laughs> Yo, that, that nigga's music is 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 good though. Goddamn! But no, you can't. Don't sound don't sound dangerous. Yeah, somebody said uh. I hope he uses a vans for a house with a lot of mini fridges and no cabinets. Oh, oh my god! Oh my. Come on! Oh uh, shit, bro! Come hey, Donald, man, you gotta you gotta ride with that nigga, man. I know. You, I know, no, no, you no. like the advocate for I the short kill listen, bro. I, I support him, man. I mean, that's 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 why I fuck with could have been worth ten. Mm. That's mm. why it didn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> like they look young as hell. Oh, he, was, he wasn't forty-two, Doug. He was four foot two, Doug. <laughs> four foot two, Doug. <laughs> oh shit, but um, y'all saw that they making a new, well rumors are they making a new Def Jam uh, Def Jam Vendetta game? Really? Yeah, Logic. they the the, the um. The EA account tweeted out like, "If we get a million followers, we got an important announcement." And then they um, they tweeted a video about Def Jam Vendetta. It's it hasn't got to a million followers yet, but that's that's what the speculation is that it's going to be a Def Jam Vendetta uh, game. Uh, people were like, "It's nobody on Def Jam now," so like, who the fuck is going to be in the game? Also, uh, I can't I can't see any um any artist agreeing to that without. Heavy compensation. Yeah, I, I looked up the Def Jam uh, roster. I mean, they got two chains. They got Big Sean, Dave East, Fabulous, Jada Kiss, Janae Aiko, Jeezy, Jeremiah, Kanye, Bieber, Logic, Nas, Pusha T, TJ Porter, YG, and YK Osiris. Who you using? Who you using in Def Jam Vendetta? Uh, I know Donnie got YK. <laughs> YK Osiris. <laughs> I, I don't want to be controversial, but yeah, YK would be a decent character to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Here's the thing: it's crazy because we we I think most people truly believe that 80 percent of these artists can't fight. Hell no, especially Big Sean. That nigga gonna be tender as fuck, bro. 
Who gonna set up the, the Big Sean versus Janae fight? <laughs> Hey, hey, okay. Janae up in the game might be fired. She'll come through like, I mean, they, they gotta be careful not to be too racist. You give them some like <laughs> some Chun Li shit. Janae fight like Chun Li. Her fatality is realigning your chakras. <laughs> no, that shit might be fired. But no. Okay, but no. Um, yeah, this this isn't gonna be it. Like I was saying, the last version, the the Def Jam fight for New York, had way too many artists for them to figure out how to pay it, pay all of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, Def Jam also has some some trash ass rappers. I just didn't include them in this list. Um, I just did like the big names, but um, I'm I'm pretty sure they could figure out a way to make it work. I mean, the, these artists are in the uh, contract with the label, so the label can do whatever they want to with their likeness. It, it's it's going to be interesting to see how it, it. What I think it is, if they do come out with this game, it's probably going to be all them niggas that was on that Dev Jam compilation CD or mm-hmm. whatever. But I, but I can't see them having. There's no way they're having Bieber on there or Yay. It's For just, me, that's it's, the more artists, the better, and that's what made Def Jam fight for New York so cold. It's like the more artists, the better. Yeah, they got to put YG at least on there, like the new one, Two Chains too, and uh, Pusha T would be dope yeah. too. Yeah, but uh, I, I with that. yeah. So um, I don't know. They haven't released any more details about it, but well, I'll keep niggas informed if they do. Uh, I don't know why I have this AOC thing. Um, but I saw like a nasty ass AOC tweet, but I don't think I should say it on, on here. People tweet nasty stuff about attractive women all the time. I <laughs> oh, I love AOC. Um, th- that's a good segue, Lucky. But keep going. What you gonna say? But that's good. But, but no, no. I love AOC. Like, um, and I recently started following her on IG. And like, I'm not trying to be like creepy or nothing. But like, I love when she posts um selfies, um, on her oh, story. Okay. What? <laughs> Bro, what are you saying? <laughs> no, like she's I, I, she's she's real attractive to me. So you really you enjoy when she uses Instagram for Instagram's purposes? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I mean, I, I like how she's trying to reach out to the people, you know what I'm saying, and and um look out for people's well-beings. That's dope. That's super dope, but I really like when she, you know, shows how she's looking today. Yeah, so that's that's a good segue because I also think AOC is attractive. Um, uh, but it's, I mean, I guess it's not hard to look attractive in Washington when you got a group of fucking niggas that look like they came from The Walking Dead. That's um, very true. <laughs> uh, but that segues into this conversation I kind of came up on today. Uh, Taylor Rooks brought up a point about how people are sexualizing black female journalists, and most of the conversation about them is about their looks. Um, and I think that kind of correlates with AOC because it's like if I say something about AOC, like the person in the tweet just said, or obviously I wouldn't say nothing that crazy. But um, if I was to comment on her looks and say, damn, she she fine as hell or uh, say something about Taylor or say something about, you know, any other uh, Maria Taylor or something like that. It's just like, why aren't we looked at as black business professionals and journalists as opposed to when I say something about Taylor or when I say something about them, it has to be about how they look. Uh, can it be both? Yeah, it, 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 that, that's what I was thinking. Like, well, actually, I'm going to let you go. I'm, I'm like, going to see. 
can I respect your journalism and also find you attractive? I think you can. And I, I don't know if that's what everybody does, but I would assume that's the. I feel like as long as you're not discrediting their professional contributions, if you just think that they're attractive, that's fine. And I, I think that's that's what it comes to. Like Taylor could make a tweet like, um, "That was a hell of a slide by Ozuna into third. and some nigga will hop in the comments and be like, "I like to slide into your booty" or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> like it gets now, it gets really filthy in her her comments all the time. I will I will say that the the looks might play a role in the content that you click on and that you view, but if you're not discrediting it once you get there does this that bad i want to say no i could be wrong yeah i mean i can't talk i've dropped joy taylor picks every day in a group like and it's just like part of me is just like i'm not blind like <laughs> i see that like she fine as hell like so it's nothing i really can do but i see the point i see what she's saying because it's hard to deal with that when like you are trying to be a respected journalist and every time you make a story somebody's making like some sexual ass comment or you know saying talking about how you look like you could be doing a, a great ass interview and niggas like oh damn look at that dress um. Yeah, I mean, I, I it makes sense, but part of it is just I don't know. If I feel like you can do both, but yeah, sometimes looks and it can be applied for men as well. Sometimes your looks get you a different audience. Sometimes the views that you have are just solely based off your appearance. It, I don't want to say it's just part of life and part of the game, but it's somewhat part of the game. Okay. Don't you got any other things to say about that before we move on? Um, it, no, I mean I I, I get it. If, if you're trying to be professional, you know you you don't want people you know dropping those nasty things. But I, f- I feel like that's just that's just men shit. Like I feel like men are gonna do it. Now. I feel like it you know goes both ways with you know not just black women but also white women. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I understand how that can be frustrating. So. You know, yeah. Um, just some quick hits. Uh, we got the Beru, uh, Beirut explosion. That that shit was wild. Um, I don't know. I didn't get a final count of how many people died. It was on a hundred, right? About a hundred, I think. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, definitely want to send prayers out to that. I don't know if y'all had anything to say about that. Um, I think when I when you looked at it, like in, in comparison to. Chicago and the layers that the, the, the blast would have had it's it's crazy it's yeah. it's crazy seeing like the live videos of everything going. I still that was so that was just like what a, a plant exploding yeah uh they left like some nitrate sitting in a, a fact I don't know if it was a factory or a plant or something they, they left it sitting there for too long and nobody really checked on it and it ended up exploding and causing that big big uh eruption or explosion rather so uh, you saw their whole administration step down today, like the prime minister stepped down and all that shit. So that was nuts. Um, but we have prayers to everybody affected by that. That that seems to be a wild story. Um, 
I'm just going to run down like some news tidbits just to keep niggas informed. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively apologize for having a wedding at, on a plantation. Did y'all see that story? Yeah, I've seen that. What's y'all, what's y'all thoughts on uh, plantation weddings? I don't know, man. Listen, I hate Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> for what? What did he do? I, had, like, I don't fuck with him, man. Like, I don't, I don't like him in anything like he, he's cool in Deadpool but even then I kind of don't fuck with that nigga I don't, I don't know what it is I don't like Ryan Reynolds um, I don't know it, it's is it on them or is it on I mean the land is what the land is so it's you're either gonna have a plantation wedding or you're gonna have a strip mall on a plantation mm-hmm. I guess my my biggest thing is were there like mammies and pappies and you know, people <laughs> Oh my god, fam. No, because some people do that. They brought out the mammies at the wedding, dog. That's all I want to know. If, if that wasn't there, then I'll let it slide. <laughs> they jumping over the broom. <laughs> oh shit, they got uh, what's that nigga to, what's the nigga to play the violin and roots? Oh, oh my god, Chicken George. <laughs> Chicken George? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man! No, nah, I don't fuck with anybody having a plantation wedding. I'm, that's that's my thoughts on it. Like, like it's, this is nothing to be celebrated. Where my people were enslaved and raped and forced to work for you, for you motherfuckers to get a leg up in society. Doesn't matter what they do with the land. No, I don't care what you do with the land. Just don't have no wedding on. Uh, don't have a plantation wedding. A plantation weddings like celebrate that antebellum like period and shit like that, which wasn't a a, a period that needs to be celebrated. So f- fuck fuck anybody that has a plantation wedding. That's my thoughts on it. Uh, Jordan <laughs> Jordan Sparks being heated to hell because of her new video. Did anybody watch that? I, I saw the clip and it looked it, it looked down bad, bro. That song is so bad. Uh. I saw the video when they put the old navy. <laughs> it definitely looked like the old navy commercial. Heavy <laughs> dying, bro. Niggas are heating that shit to hell. Like they put Valtrex on it. This shit, like the song is called Red, Red Sangria. For anybody that wants to listen, but that song is horrible, bro. Her dance moves were trash. Yeah. Uh, Nick Cannon is voting for Kanye. He says we need another black man in office. Um, well, that's why you didn't own Wilder now. Yeah, so. Mm, yeah. Trash, bro. The... Don't do that. Come on. Yeah. Man. Um, I don't really want to talk about Darius Juice. Um, no, let's start <laughs> Darius Juice. Is that his name? Is Geis? Yeah. Oh, he, he reminded me of the Juice. So. <laughs> um, let's go. Let's go to the. Let's go to the verses. Oh, Rick oh, Ross versus yeah. uh, I don't even know why I didn't have that on my list. Uh, Ross versus Chains, man, amazing versus. I think we did talk about this last week. No, this was Wednesday. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, what was your thoughts on it? Um, this was this was highly entertaining. Yeah. Um, this was one of the ones where I think both artists played songs that. I want to say both put you in, made you realize where you were when you heard certain tracks. But for some cases, yeah, this this it was one of the ones. This was one of my favorites. 
Yeah, because I think it, it, it took us back to the start of college. Like that's when both of these niggas start bubbling. I remember one of the first songs that uh, when I came to U of I, that was like one of the big songs that we were on was Two Chains. Uh, what was out at that time? Um, uh, spend it. Was it spend it? I think it was spend it. And then you know one of our friends was like super big on chains and shit. So and then Ross, I mean, you got BMF. That remind me of SIU crazy. BMF, uh, MC Hammer, the house parties and shit like that. Like and then uh, Chopper Chopper Down, like all those songs remind me of uh, early college. So um, in the beginning, I was worried they they seemed kind of quiet, but then once they start performing and opening up, man, it, it was it was. Crazy, and I just stopped keeping count. I don't know who won. I think both of them got hits for days. Um, Ross said he got another twenty for niggas if they want it. So, uh, yeah. So, don't know what you yeah. don't. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, it it was dope. It was dope. You know. Um, yeah, it was just great to see. I think you know. I think we kind of towards the end. That's when we kind of saw Ross just kind of separate himself for real for real like mm-hmm. like like once it once he brought shorty out to do uh devil in a new dress i was like all right this is about <laughs> to get this is about to get different but i, I fuck with change change you know he like he didn't get he didn't get washed he he, he stayed toe-to-toe with him you know but uh yeah ross is just different man like think, he didn't even play was you knew that two changes best part, best chance to get songs was in the in his in whenever he went second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We saw that. Well, he went second the whole battle. I think. I think they tweaked and didn't change the format. They switched after eleven, but they oh. went twenty four songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, any anyway, it was a great battle, man. Uh, that was that was dope. Uh, both of those we said it numerous times in the battle it was just like these niggas different bro like as far as the kings of the south go you gotta put chains and ross in in that mess Um, who do you want to see next in the potential head-to-head or or if if not a head-to-head who would you like to at least see featured in an Hmm. upcoming upcoming i mean most of the features i want to see would never happen um I mean, you look at like the Waynes, the Drakes. Um, I really think we need to get Three Six Mafia and Juicy, uh, Uncle Juice in there, some some type of way. Yeah. I don't know who they go against. I'm, people were talking about Bone Thugs. I don't think Bone Thugs got a twenty that they can give us. Um, but I think maybe if you throw Juice in versus another producer, because Juice produced most of that Three Six Mafia shit with uh, DJ Paul. Um, Maybe that's when you could throw him in with something versus somebody. Um, maybe I wouldn't say Metro. Metro versus Uncle Juice wouldn't be fair because Metro got the recency uh, ba- recency bias against him. Like we um, know a lot of his shit. I'm gonna say Big Sean versus Wale. That wouldn't be bad. That's the one yeah. I would want to see. I want to uh, see Todd Dallasan against somebody. At who I don't know. Jeremiah. I would go against. Oh, he would dust him. Jeremiah? What? Yeah, Ty's dusting. With Jeremiah's hooks, though? I mean, Jeremiah got some features. Uh, yeah, no, no, he do. He do. He do. I, w- I would really love to see that. I also would love to see Janae or somebody. Deodorant. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't want to see that. And I love you, Janae, and I want to have a baby with you, but... She can't That's give it too mellow. That's too mellow of a versus, bro. I mean, I feel like if, if her counter, I mean, but Jill Scott and Erica weren't wasn't 
I mean, they got classics though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm keep it down. I did not watch that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that, was, that was bad just from a, I don't want to say bad. That was not as entertaining just because of, they were telling like 20 minute stories and doing all that extra. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. now I think about it, Ty and Jeremiah would be real close. And also, I want to see the game for somebody. Mm. Yeah, I don't know who would game go against. I don't know who, but I, w- I want to see him versus somebody. I was gonna say YG, but YG don't got the range. He don't. He don't got twenty for him. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Yeah, game would be a good one too. Yeah. Nah, not to us. Huh? That's that's my only thing. I don't know who he could line up with. He would have to go uh, against somebody from Atlanta. I'm cool with that. Um, Somebody got a nice ass, like game versus Jeezy, maybe. Yeah. Ooh, that would yeah. not be bad. Yeah. Somebody also would want to see who probably wouldn't get the attention is a K Camp. Yeah, I mean he got twenty for him easily. I don't know. If, does he? I, I think know. he got twenty for him, but it's not going to be an impactful twenty. Yeah. But it's going to be twenty songs you've heard before, though. If, if I could get a if I get a ten to a fifteen, I would I would tune in for whoever he go against. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I think for K Cam, you gotta limit that to yeah twelve. That'd be the the undercard. <laughs> the undercard. Yeah, do a ten. Do the warm K Cam versus a fucking yeah cowboy or some shit. I think they're gonna have to start after a while. Uh, depending on how long we have these, after a while they're gonna have to start limiting them to uh, ten. Um, I don't know. Did what's the name? Did Jagged Edge and what's the name do ten? I did not watch it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I tuned in, saw that they was on bullshit with the sound. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Um, let's kind of keep it going with these stories. Um, Mia Khalifa is auctioning her glasses um, for Lebanon. Did y'all see that? Her what? Her glasses. You you know, like she's like famous for wearing her glasses. Yo, if you buy that, you are. are. (laughs) But guess I'm gonna let y'all guess what the offer is right now. Eleven thousand. No. Don't you gotta guess? It's higher. You gotta guess, Donna. Uh, okay. If it's higher, I'm gonna go fifty. No, ninety-two thousand dollars. It's a bid right now. Y'all are sick. Oh, my God. Horniness is doing some good, my niggas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dog, you, this nigga is playing 92 90, for some shits. It's probably not even prescription. <laughs> that is nasty. Yeah, oh, man. Lord. Hey, man. Yeah. It's, some, it's some nasty freaks out here, G. It's doing some uh, good. Yeah, it's doing some good, though. Um... We got a few. <laughs> I don't know if we want to talk about this with music, but the funniest story today has been Nikki stands have been heated at uh, ASAP Ferg. I seen that. <laughs> Did you see that shit? Wait. What the fuck are they? So <laughs> I'm, I'm. They got me questioning if I know what the fuck is going on, bro. They want to kill that nigga. <laughs> Here's my thing. How? So, so they're mad at. 
they're saying that he didn't submit the sales to Billboard. Yeah, so I think he had like some pre-sales or something that he was running on his site. So you know, like always, the barb's gonna go crazy to get Nicki either number one or close to number one. They're always trying to go for the number one. So they ran up like eighty k in sales on his site. Somehow he didn't even turn those sales in. So they ended up debuting at number nineteen. <laughs> And so, bro, they are going in right now. Like, Ferg, I, I hope Ferg is sheltered somewhere and has protection because them niggas are not going right now, bro. You know they're not going for her being number 19, on debuting at number 19. Hell no. They they wanted that shit to be numbered because they know WAP going number one. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, Jesus. It's a gift and a curse, bro. I, I know I know. Uh, Ferg was hyped that he had that Nicki shit because he was promoting that shit heavy. Mm-hmm. And it just he fumbled. He somebody fumbled, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey man, I'm praying for you, bro. I'm praying hey. for you, Ferg. You about to get nasty. Yeah, they on his ass, bro. Uh, um, did y'all watch Immigration Nation? Did y'all finish it? Um, I didn't finish it. I, started, I think I got to episode five. Bro, I got I got to episode two. <laughs> that sh- that first episode had me fucked up. I'm like, yo, I, how? I don't, yeah. I don't know. If I'm gonna finish this shit. No, I, I think it's definitely something to finish. I just wanted to touch on it real quick, man. It just it just re sparked a fire in me. Like we really need to fight for each other, man. As minorities, uh, because that shit that shit is nuts, bro. Like you just see, you see all that they gotta go to to get to this country. Like you you crossing deserts in Arizona and shit, and you, even the you know even the immigrants that's in this country. And how hard they have to fight, and how like the police just be fucking with them, and um, how ICE is just like fuck, bro. That's an evil ass corporation right there, bro. Like anytime you can like, break up, good. Go ahead. No, I was saying like anytime you can like break up a family, bro. Just come and get somebody's dad and put them in a in a prison where they don't know the fate. They don't know if they're gonna be separated from their family for the rest of their life or not. Or how their family is gonna eat. Like how do how do people think that if you take away some in some instances you take away the patriarch from a family, how do they think the uh, the rest of the family is gonna survive? Yeah, watch watching this was um, it was conflicting. I, I say that much. It's like, do I understand that you one? It, the biggest issue was once the administration turned over. That's when all the chaos pretty much started. Mm-hmm. Like, I do understand that you have a job and you're trying to provide for your family as well, but it just seemed like too many of these officials and officers were getting satisfaction or joy out of what they were doing on a daily basis. And the way that they were carrying themselves or like mocking you know, the people who they had to like pull over or, or investigate or take, take in, it almost seemed like it was a highlight of their day for them, which I get every job isn't easy, but you shouldn't look like you enjoy this. Yeah. It was a lot of dicks in, um, and that shit. Like as you go through the episode, it's, it's the ones that you can point out, like somebody, I'll let y'all watch it. I ain't going to, I mean, it's really no spoilers real life, but I'm gonna let y'all watch. Um, my thing is like, yeah, it's on Netflix, by the way, for anybody that want to watch it. Um, my thing is that as far as like it's just a job shit or it's a job, I feel like, nah. To me, that's quit. 
I'm sorry. No, no, no person that got. And it's hard because I know that it, it all of them aren't like evil people. But I feel like if you had the right sense and you understood what these people are going through, then you you couldn't be part of that organization. Like See, I could never be in part of that organization. I guess for me, it's looking at it from what it was before to what it is now made it a little bit difficult to come to that conclusion. Like I think before, if it was like, yo, we're going to get any violent offenders out of here. This happened to be the police. I'm I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I can see how that takes less legwork for you. If it's just, hey, you know, this, if the police call and say, hey, we got this person come in, they're undocumented, they got arrested for assault. And then you come in, all right, we're going to come get them. And you come down to pick them up and then you, you remove them because they were out here committing violent, vicious crimes, as opposed to, hey, we think we, think you, we saw four undocumented individuals living this one townhouse. Let's set them up. And, and honestly, their setup process was nasty. And I guess that's where I got conflicted. Like, I feel like it wasn't like that before. So it made it a little more tolerable when they were just trying to get rid of the individuals who were quote unquote dangerous, as opposed to just picking people out of their homes in the middle of the day. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. Like, I'm not saying that if, if you committed like a violent act, I'm not saying like if you did it in your past and you try to move here or you, you come here, then you need to be removed. But if you like are on the run for doing that, then yes. But if somebody did something in their past and they have to leave their country, we shouldn't penalize them for doing this in in their past. I was on. Well, well, OK, so when they said the violent criminals, quote unquote, I, I was on the assumption that they had. um Done it in. Yeah, done it in, in the, the state. Of- yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. In that sense, yeah, and I understand. Like you, and that—that's that was kind of what my point was going to. It's just like let just let that be the police. Like let them go after the people that like have warrants out or have done something. Don't just have a a, a branch set up to get rid of immigrants. Because what is an immigrant really? Like what is somebody that came to this? Like when did we establish a timeline for when you could not come to this country? Because we are immigrants. Um, okay, so does it... Um, I'm just being objective here. Mm-hmm. Does it differ if you know that they came... With, that when they came, they knew what they were doing was illegal? Yes, yes, most of us here are immigrants, but we weren't brought here by our own will. I mean, most of the people just coming and having to sneak in are doing it because of the process. The process is impossible. And they really the the powers that be in the administration don't want them here. I mean, uh, yeah, when I, from the point I got to, they were they reduced. Um, they were talking about they reduced the refugee in, um, application applicants who were able to get into the country by eighty five percent, and it was also at the border. If you were coming with a child, you were immediately allowed entrance. Mm-hmm. 
sudden now you got put on a wait list. Like, yes, the process has gotten screwed over, and that has a lot to do with the administration. Um, but I don't know. I guess it, just trying to play devil's advocate is, is what do you what role do you play when when it's if you know what you're doing is illegal? What kind of backlash do you expect? Or like, what yeah, do you expect when you do? My thing is like if you if you come into this country, you're obviously coming for a reason. Um, and it, there's always the argument of well, they don't do taxes, they don't pay taxes, they you know they use our resources, and it's just like these are. When did these this stuff become ours? We g the Native Americans for all this stuff, and when I say we, I use we loosely because I wouldn't include us in that. But mm-hmm. as as Americans now, we kind of like are included in that like loosely. Even though we were G'd from our like our continent, um, but as far as when we we talk about Americans, like we G'd everything from them, and now we like, hey, well now this stuff is ours, and now y'all can't come over here and use it. Now y'all not paying taxes, even though if they're buying things in the country, if they're getting houses and doing all this stuff, they're paying taxes in a way. If they're working for an employer, their employer is paying taxes. So this this shit just don't make sense. It's another way to move the goalposts, and like it, it that has never made sense to me. How how we can all be immigrants in this country to a certain extent in different various different various ways of how we got here, but we can then go on and say now this is our country. You guys can't come. Yeah, it was it was it was real tough to see from from what I saw like. <laughs> Especially with people that's been there, they they was removing people that's been there since '96. Like, like this is this is their whole life. This mm-hmm. is everything that they know, you know. And it's yeah, it's 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 trash to see, man. And um, it's just fucked up how the administration kind of flipped everything, and 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 made it so that yo, we don't want anybody. Like, regardless of if they commit a crime here or not, we, we need them all out of here. It's 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 trash and um, but I also see. I, I mean, I see it's, it's these are people's jobs and it's, it's not easy to quit. And I, I understand you got to support your family, but it's it's just it's trash and it's tough to see. It's it, it really is, bro. Yeah, I mean, I understand that, bro. But I, I just think in certain jobs you gotta have a conscience. You gotta be like, no, nah, this ain't this ain't it. I rather do, and I feel like the universe will reward you for that, bro. This is like, saying, no, yeah, like a Nazi general. That's his job. Like, yeah, you feeding your family, but you murdering hella people. And I'm not comparing the two, but I'm just saying the moral obligation that you feel to continue working because of your family um, is the same in both. It's just like, well, this is just my job. I'm just I'm just going on with orders. And for me, it's also it was weird because I mean, I'm, and I'm not gonna stay on this too much longer. But on that, I think it was the first second episode when the guy was they were basically saying if they went to one place where they were looking for one person, they had multiple in, illegals there. The guy was like, "Yeah, I'm not really about rounding up a whole bunch of people if I'm just here for one. Like, I'm I'm gonna let you guys keep doing what you're doing if you're not disturbing anything." And then was five minutes later, his boss was like, "At least bring in two. Like two minimum, it's like you can. It, it it was like you can try and, but it's almost like they were bidding, being put in positions where it's like you have to meet these quotas, you have to do this regardless of what you in your on in your moral standpoint was feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah. So last thing I'm gonna say on it is uh if you watch it all <clears throat> immigration on immigration nation on Netflix again, um if you watch it all it's a petition going out for this guy called Tommy Ham. He's featured in one of the episodes. Please sign that petition because that shit was bogus as hell. And uh, they they got to find a way to get him out of here because it's just like they the way he just used his white his whiteness to get over on that shit it was nuts. So uh, sign that petition if you can. Uh, the last thing we're gonna have to speed it up a little bit so we can because um, we're running decently over time now because of the outage. Just um, did y'all see the Michaela Cole situation? Who Michaela Cole? She she's the uh, director and creator of uh, I, I May Destroy You. I don't know if you guys watched that, um, but it's pretty decent. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Um, have y'all seen the show? No, I've seen Chewing Gum and something else. Should be going. Yeah. So I May Destroy You comes on HBO Max. It's actually a really good show. Um, it's based off her. Um, actually, her uh, she has a story about her rape. Um, so it's based off that situation. Um, but she she had an interview this week that kind of gave her perspective on it. And she she pretty much said that. Um, and I'm trying to phrase this correctly, so I don't misquote her. She said that if she doesn't take she doesn't identify a point where things could have went differently than it than they did in the situation then she feels helpless and she feels like a toddler and so she prefers to identify like a situation where i could have did this and or i i could have been like aware of this in order for me for her to take power in the situation you see what i'm saying do you kind of understand that nah, so and this is re- referring to her rape situation? Yes, this is referring to that. Uh, so she's saying she identifies the part where it could have went a different way. She uh, does or she could have to? She, she does. Because then if she doesn't, she she says that it feels like she feels helpless, like a toddler in the situation. And she prefers to take power in it and the power of knowing like, OK, I could have done something different or I could have been aware of this to not have this happen. Oh. And uh, the backlash was it was, f- it, of course, people, fi- you know, kind of thought that she was victim blaming in the situation. But I want to get your thoughts on it. I I could see I could see how that definitely can come across but I also I feel like she's talking from the perspective of something that helps her you know like helps her through it mm-hmm. um you know I, it, it's tough because I, I I don't want to tell someone how to get through a trauma like that but but that's how it seems she copes with something like that so um I'm not gonna you know discredit her but I can definitely see the other side of how people who went through that can feel a certain way about the work she was saying. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I feel like if she's speaking on her trauma and how she goes through it, that should be cool. Like that, that she, that's how she gets through it. She's not saying that's how everyone should get through it. That's just how she did. And I, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Piggybacking off that. I'm just going to say it, it differs for everybody. So she's speaking about her soul experience. Let that be that. 
and yeah. I'm gonna run away from this topic. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Um, when I saw it, I was just like, because it just feels like certain people like when I look at Michaela Cole I, I look at it like the way she does her art it's like genius so when I look at people like that I just feel like it's no they can really do no wrong although anybody can you know make mistakes and stuff but Ellen. yeah the, I mean the way that Michaela Cole talks about the subject and the way she presents it on the show um, she I mean she's very it's elo- it's very eloquent and it's very you know you you really see the point in it even for me somebody who you know hasn't hasn't dealt with that um but i mean i can, like you guys said i can see both sides um but i understand what she she's saying to a certain extent i understand that she she feels like in her eyes to her it's just like this was the way i i take power in this situation like it's just like okay next time this won't happen to me instead of saying well it's nothing i can do to prevent this from happening to me Although like it's nasty freaky men everywhere and it's on them. So nobody's saying that the blame is on the victim. She just saying to help me still maintain power, some sort of power just in life. I have to say to myself like, Hey, this is where I could have been more aware. This is where I could have, you know, had my alert up or something like that. So I just thought that was important for us to talk about. Uh, let's get into music, man. Um, it's gonna be real quick because we kind of over time. Um, let's see what we got. Uh, the releases for this week. What's the biggest release this week? Yeah, was it a key? Uh, no. I mean, besides the, of course, we already hit on. Oh, Amina, Amina. Would y'all say well, Amina is the biggest one? No, baby deluxe. Uh, I didn't listen to that. <laughs> Anybody listen to that? I, nah, I, I didn't listen to it. I, I got it tired of the baby. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I, I honestly forgot this even came out. The first one. <laughs> for real, except for Rock. I mean, he having a big he having a big year with Rockstar. It's been like number one for like twenty weeks or something like that. Uh, but. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I did hear that song with Thug, and and that shit sounded like what the fuck. He he's he seems like he's going uh he's going a different path. I, I see where he's going. He's he's getting away from what he was doing before. He's going a, a lot more mainstream, and um and that's fine. He's he switched up the flow. Y'all ask. Oh no, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I heard the song with uh, what's buddy that's from North Carolina too? Um, oh, uh, Stunful Vegas. Oh my, bro! I, first of all, I, I have to explain to y'all how much I hate that niggas rapping. Like, I don't hate him as a person. I don't know him, I but I, I hate that him as a rapper. Like, he's one of my most hated rappers. Like, anytime I see his name, I try not to listen to it. But I came, like, I was thinking I was on YouTube and it came on, and the song wasn't bad until he got on it. But uh, I'm, I might I might have to check it out. Uh, Amine was getting some heat, man. He was getting that white woman heat. <laughs> uh, people were talking about like how they feel like he dates white women. Uh, but anybody listen to this album? Yeah, yeah I listened to it. It, it was it was solid to me. It was. Yeah, um, I, I thought it was very good. Yeah, I. I, I was uh, I, I I don't think I've listened to a whole project by him before until mm-hmm. this album, but um yeah it was it was it was it was pretty, 
pretty good. It was pretty good. I don't have no complaints about it. Um, I listened to Riri before it dropped. I, I fucked with that. Um, yeah, I, I, I ain't got no complaints. That Any standouts? With, uh, for the song with Thug, it's hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that song. Uh, but any other standouts for y'all? Or anything that y'all notice about the album? Uh, let me... Damn. No, I, I don't... Yeah, I ain't got it. I would have to pull up the album. But do you I see, only listen do you, to it once. Do y'all see him projecting any, like, going higher than he is now? Or do y'all just see him as, like, a niche? Like, because he's had, what, two or three projects now? No, and it, I think it, he, he's where he is. He doesn't put out music frequently enough. He doesn't feature frequently enough. He, I think Insecure was the first time we saw him in a long time. So, no, I think he's in a lane. He has a demo. That's it. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing either. Yeah. With with him, it's interesting because this album did give me a feel of somebody who's going to do things bigger. Like that, that's what it felt like. It felt like a really good album, and I feel like he can do something. But it it all depends on you know how much music he puts out. If he doesn't put up that that much music, yeah, I don't know. Hey, that Becky song fire, bro. He need a video to that. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm feeling tempted by the milk, I gotta I, I just gotta throw on Becky real fast. <laughs> Mama said to bring a white home to me. <laughs> that shit hard. Uh, who else? NLE Chopper, Top Shotter. Anybody listen to that? Nah, he still sounds like died NBA young boy. So, yeah, I listened to it. It it was okay. It had a few little tracks, but it's like nineteen songs on there. So, of course, it was gonna have like a few good tracks. Uh, He got a key feature on there though. That was okay. Um, But yeah, it's it's nothing that's standing out that's gonna make me want to keep listening to him. Uh, Rod Wave dropped the deluxe. I think I'm off the Rod Wave train. I think that's a young nigga train now. No, him. He he put baby on that uh, rags to riches, and I was hyped because that was my favorite uh, track from uh shit. And yeah, like he can still it. drop like one or two songs that I'm like, all right, uh, this it's decent, but uh, I think he it's it's all downhill from here. No, I think his only bad thing is he found out he wasn't really in pain. <laughs> Maybe that's what like it he is. Girl, he got a girl, a kid, and a family. Like he's happy. Dude. Oh, oh damn! Pick up pill is gone. Uh, fix tape, popcorn, unruly. <laughs> what y'all, what y'all, what y'all thinking about this one? Um, I got through half of it. It's nice. Yeah, he lucky he nice. got that Drake stimulus. Well, them Drake what? songs hard as fuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I only listen to the Drake songs. <laughs> I haven't listened to the other shit yet, but them Drake songs was hit. Yeah, and like his solo songs, I, I'm maybe they're not for me. Maybe I just don't understand them. But it's just like some background music. It's not nothing I'm gonna throw on intentionally. But them Drake songs, them hot. It's something you gonna throw when you when you um when you know you're about to have some people over. And you like preparing a little bit, so it's like it's a good song for people like the first five people or so to walk into your home into. <laughs> what the fuck kind of description is that? Walking <laughs> into popcorn. Popcorn. You just trying to like get the food or the drinks ready, and they like walk in. It's like I'm, I'm my bad. You you don't want throwing like the real playlist just yet, <laughs> but you don't want to like throw off the vibe. Yeah, I'm gonna get on really. You you leave on the popcorn because they're gonna you know they're gonna sway a little bit, snap their fingers. Oh, you an island you, boy. 
Don't, all right, don't do that. <laughs> you a island boy, huh? <laughs> You swaying your hips and shit. You got a fishnet. <laughs> you got a fishnet beater on. <laughs> your nipples out and shit, cooking the rice. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Shout out Popcorn, Unruly. Um... I, f- I feel so white saying I'm really <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh Lil Keat also dropped Trapped in Cleveland uh Trapped on Cleveland 3 um what y'all think about this fire yeah it has fire. Some, it definitely has some stuff on it yeah I still think Lil Got It is better that's his brother but um I think Lil Keat is, is, is almost neck to neck with him uh, but yeah, he got some fire on him. That Zaza code, that shit with Ty is nasty. Yeah, Ty killed that shit. Yeah, and, and I fuck with uh Travis on that wavy remix. That shit was that shit was into. Um, it, it, he had a lot of sh- a lot of good shit on here. Okay, yeah. So that was so, oh uh, for some reason I skipped uh Victoria Monet. Fire. Fire. Man, I can tell by y'all reaction, man. Give me, give me the breakdown, yeah. Um, first and foremost, it was short, mm-hmm. which is always a win. Nine songs, one of them was an interlude. I want to say all the other eights were, um, were decent. It was highly enjoyable. I, yeah, I, I really like the mu- I, I really like the production. The production was heavy. Yeah. Um, and she be talking that shit, man. She be talking type of shit. I'll be talking. Like I'm surprised she was talking that shit on here. <laughs> like like, like she wasn't talking. She wasn't talking like a normal woman R and B artist would talk. She was talking that shit. So that's what? So what? How do you talk? Mm. Give him a, give him a sample, bro. <laughs> uh, 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 listen to. Listen to Dive and listen to Go There With You. <laughs> I'm scared now. <laughs> she was now talking I'm, 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 I'm imagine Donut said he want to go there. <laughs> Dive is one of the ones. She was talking that talk, man. Like, she was talking that talk throughout this whole thing. And the production matched. Like, the production is it's just a, such a good vibe. I'm yeah, I like Dive, but I think Moment to me is the best song on the album. And then, of course, you got Ass Like That, which is the lead single. Um, but yeah, Moment to me is when I was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. thought Dive was the lead single. Dive came out before Ass Like That? Well, I think so. I remember Ass Like That came out a while ago. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. That experience is nice, too, though. Yeah, experience is... Jaguar is fire, too. Yo. It, it yeah. was, she had some shit on her. Yeah, she definitely a girl that I like to take to the library and uh, break the rules. Um, so, <laughs> and you were just talking about you just want to fuck Taylor Rooks and being respected in her craft. Hey, man, I didn't say that she wasn't fire. I just said I want to break the rules in the library with her. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it as far as projects. Uh, Father had an EP come out called "Things I Do for Money." If y'all want to check that out, Lattimore. Jacob Lattimore, Leo season. It is Leo season. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, Jacob Lattimore dropped Leo season. That song with what's the name is not bad. Uh, no, that's just Rotimi and what's the name? Rotimi. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just fire. Your video yeah. is just terrible. Yeah, uh, Rotimi and that other nigga. Um, that was in uh-huh. Grunish. 
Oh, Trevor Trevor Jackson? Yeah, I keep wanting to call him Brandon T. Jackson, but that's hella disrespectful. <laughs> but yeah, Trevor Jackson. But that shit is actually pretty decent. So I'm going I'm gonna check the project out. Um as far as singles, no real big ones that I can see. Change dropped Moneymaker with Wayne that he played in the um the verses. Rick Ross also dropped Pin to the Cross that he played in the verses. Um it didn't hit as as good as it did in the verses when I when Which I listened one? to uh Pin to the Cross. That first verse is still hard. Yeah, the first verse hard as hell. I, I didn't like how, like, when the hook hit, it would fade out. Like, the music would fade out at the end. I, I didn't yeah, understand that. Part. It was mixed weird. I think that, yeah. that's what it was. Um, Juice um, Word of the Weekend. Oh, I didn't listen to that. Was it good? Oh, no. That, no, that track fire. I messed with it. Uh, Doja Cat dropped Diet Pepsi of. Uh, Diet Pepsi Wop. She dropped Freak. Anybody listen to that? Uh, I didn't no, I chance. Is there a video? <laughs> no, nah, not yet. Nah. Right, oh, since we're on music, I'm gonna stay here. Um, did anybody know that Rita Ward was white? Yeah, I know. I know she's like, like Albanian. Like from the beginning. I I knew that she had some white in her. I didn't know she was. Is she fully percent white? Yes. Oh. Yeah, so she's like no. Kim Kardashian white, where it's just like some like, you know oh, how like some people consider shit. yeah, some people consider like certain areas like not white, like lily no, white. I don't think that was it. I think it was just she appeared. Everybody thought she was mixed. Oh well, I knew she was white. But I, 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 oh, I had no clue. Yeah, I also didn't know she was twenty nine. Yeah, she only said. Which I feel like is weird because I feel like we've been hearing her name for ten years, but we've never heard a song. Oh, she's she's Albanian. Yeah. yeah, she's one of them type of whites. That's because she used to fuck she, with Jay. Yeah, she's attractive, man. I'm not listening to her music. I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you, but um, yeah, man. Blue she used her. to be streamed heavy uh, back in the day. For what? Oh, UK. Yeah, in the UK, touch which I'm all here. Nah, it was back in the day. Um, as far as upcoming projects, I think Katy Perry dropping an album this week. Um, who else is dropping one? Um, damn, no, it got to be another album. Uh, I thought I saw somebody too. Or is it a slow week? Slime Language Two is supposed to drop this week, but he deleted the tweet, so you just never know. Uh, yeah, that's what he wants to do. Dolph is supposed to drop this week. He dropping Rich Slave. Um and Davies, I think. Davies is also dropping. And Conway. Conway dropping from a king to a god um on Friday. So should be a decent little week. Um other than that, man, I don't got nothing else. Y'all got another story? Anything y'all want to drop before we before we get into shoutouts? Uh I think we might be. Oh, dude, no, nah, we don't mean to talk about Logic and Joe Bud. We can let no. them live. Uh, we didn't. We didn't really touch on the back end of that. I don't think. First of all, Logic's album is ass. I, I finally listened to it. It's ass. <laughs> like straight ass. Um. Second of all, that nigga. Hey, that nigga's soft, bro. Yeah. 
Like the first comment he made about Joe Budden, I was fine with. I was like, all right, Joe, he might go a little bit too hard sometimes. But then he like started doubling down and saying like some. I was like, bro, you sounding soft right now. Yeah, and it's it's tough, man. It's like you don't want to talk about because I don't know what that nigga's going through, but you, I don't know. These past couple of weeks, bro. I'm judging you. I'm glad he's not making rap no more, so I don't have to. Yeah, I think we're all happy about that. Did y'all listen to his album or not? Don't, (laughs) don't, please. Like, the nigga talks about, like, being biracial and taking this kid to Target, like, 15 million times in that shit. Shit was basically all his old old stuff. Yeah, bro. Like, it it was nuts. Um... Also, I I don't want to touch on this for too long, but I didn't know that niggas are... Um, renting out houses in like, Miami and offering them to women that get plastic surgery and calling them like recovery houses. Did y'all know this was a thing? That is just mm, I thought that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think it's been a thing. No, but what's the goal? Like, what, what, what's the, the goal? goal is? The goal is you, if you have your surgery, you don't have to, I mean, because you probably can't fly back home. Mm-hmm. You have a comfortable place to just like get some rest for your first couple of days. No, so what's the guy's goal for running this out for a woman? Oh no, no, no! I'm just I said guys like in a gender neutral form. Yeah. Oh. So it's like nurses and stuff in there and shit. Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh uh, yeah. I mean, it is what it is, man. I just didn't know that was a thing. I I was like, damn, that's that's a little come up right there. Um. But yeah, man. Let's let's get into uh, shout out C's. You want to start it off? Um, no big shout outs. Just I want everybody to stay safe, stay inside. I don't even think it's gonna get better. So, oh my god, I'm, I'm just gonna be real. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think it's gonna get any better. So, yeah, stay well, stay safe. Don't know what you got, bro. Uh, uh, I don't really got a shout out by uh, Brianna Taylor. We're gonna keep reinforcing that, you know what I'm saying? Until until change gets made. Um, definitely want to shout out uh, Jordan Woods. I, I, you know, regardless, I hope you had a, a great day. <laughs> Bro, that uh, ass was moving, boy. It's really I get speechless when I think about it. <laughs> I, 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 just, I, I really just want to meet her in person. I just want to. Hey, all right. Yeah. Hey Jordan, reach out to my nigga Donut, man. Please. He a big fan. Please, please. But yeah, that's all I got. The streets are saying you gonna buy the uh you gonna buy the ass kit when it drop. 42 Donny? I said streets are saying you're gonna drop this <laughs> you gonna buy the ass kit when it drops. It's a little moldable ass. Oh, oh. Whoa. Like Buddy had on uh Dave, like Dave had on Dave. So? No, 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 no. That's sick. That's sick. I, I would need to, like, you know how like with like autographs and uh, sports uh, uh, memorabilia, <laughs> like that would be like all, it needs all, to get all, verified. All, yeah. You gonna bring the ass? You gonna bring the Jordan? The Jordan? Uh, <laughs> what's name? Ass kit. If Jordan verifies it, it goes it goes through the right things. I might I'll look into it. <laughs> I'll, I'll look into it. Hey, shout out Jordan Woods, man. Uh, my shout out is going to Tiana Arada. Um, she was one of the organizers of the protest in St. Louis Obispo. Uh, it's a city right outside Los Angeles. 
Um, she was arrested. They her one of her friends said they disappeared her. Uh, but I mean they 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 got her now. Um, and they talking about she's facing 15 years for some bullshit like that. So uh, first of all, free her and make sure we pay attention and make sure they don't you know pull some BS on her. So uh, her name is Tiana Arata again, and she was out in St. Louis Obispo. So free Tiana man. Uh, man, and that's it, man. Uh, we appreciate y'all for listening. I'm gonna say this every time continue to share with your friends, family, loved ones, and the hosts. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and um, man, we like I said, we appreciate y'all for listening. We hope y'all have a good week. And hey, man, talk to us, man. Uh, tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see, and we will holler at y'all next week. Yes, sir.